watch and chat with the podcast live Thursday nights at twitch.tv slash TV. actually a what? super sick hack um if you just fucking pop out a kid you can just go with him i was gonna say yeah you just <laughs> i'm in nebraska with nathan around halloween because <laughs> right, yeah, thing too right like let's say you you know you love toy story and you wanted to go see toy story 4 this yeah. year but you were embarrassed to go opening weekend because it was like parents and kids galore and you're the only one above the age of like 16 going there alone no you bring your godchild <laughs> To answer to Michaela, I mean, listen, the, the idea of just go buy candy, it's kind of like stop opening cases, just buy the knife, right? It's more fun uh, getting a bag of candy, not knowing what I'm getting and see if I get any good shit, right? Because back, back when I used to trick or treat, I remember I used to, I used to glorify that one house every year. That would always give you the big king size candy bar or the yeah, whole yeah. pack of Sour Patch straws. Like, we all know what house it was, and it was a surprise each goddamn uh, year. It was so fun. So, you just want the surprise element of Yeah, it. I love surprises. There's variety pack candies. I mean, just, just two, two things, Train. If you, especially dressed like that, knocked on my door, Okay, here we go. Yeah. Or fucking treat. I'm just calling the police. That's number one. Number two, before I came on the show, like, because the neighborhood I live in, we have, like, there's a lot of kids that live around there and, and families and that. Uh, you know, nice neighborhood, gated community, one of them. So they were, they were fucking hammering the door. Like, I couldn't, you know, like, I, I was like fucking trick or treat nonstop, right? But then this geezer brought his kid around. Kids all dressed up. Great costume, little devil costume. So I put the ball down and I'm giving him the candy and like, oh, help yourself, you know. And the kid puts in the hands and, well, I'll take a bit more. Go on, it's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the fucking dad goes, oh, are them limited edition Reese's Pieces. Now this cunt ain't even dressed up. He's got jeans and a shirt on, right? And a fucking, you know, $100 haircut. And he goes, oh, I haven't even seen these. Can I get some? And he helped himself for the ball. I'm like, what are you doing, man? That, that's for the kids. Like, what are you? You, ain't, you haven't even got a costume on. I Fuck that like, guy. Did you like confront you... him? I nearly did. If his kid hadn't have been there. Like, you go around oh. the corner while I talk to your dad. What's wrong with you, mate? Like, you're fucking, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, it's just ridiculous. Baby. He literally Richard said, Lewis punches like, the guy out that no. wants the kid. <laughs> it's just like, mate. Like, no, do you know what I mean? Slow your fucking roll. Like, he literally said, though, ooh, I've never seen that type of candy before. I'm just going to get some of them, yeah? Like, not even asking. Try X. I want to ask you this question. As far as... so. Since you're like a speedrunner and and you or since you are a speedrunner and you play you know all the Mario games and you know some of the Zeldas, what would you like to see? Like like what's the next like evolved step of these speedrunning games of the Mario you know sagas? Like what's the what could they do to juice it up, to spice it up, to to bring it back fully? Right, like the speedrunning community is in its own little corner. What can they do to bring it to like to make it the next thing? Is there anything they can do? Like, like, do you have any ideas, game ideas, something that would just shoot it to like? Are, the are you asking? Well, let's clarify here. Are you asking me like, what what could game developers do to yes. like cater more to speedrunning? Are you asking how can speedrunning grow bigger and become more accessible, and more mainstream? I'm Those asking are like two different goals. What game? Say. Like, hmm. I guess it's. I'm wondering like. like uh, it's it's tough to say. Like, this is like, this is. Good. I don't want to derail this whole thing into like speed running and like how the whole thing works with like the lore and how one gets attached to like the speed runner and all the other shit. Um, but like 
if you can just give me a little bit more, I can maybe give you a, a, a better basically, answer. Like, basically, so like speedrunning at one point was really, really big. Like it was huge. Like before, like everything went sp spotlight, FPS, BRs. Speedrunning was really big. Like like in the Diablo two eras and the, when Minecraft released, like even then, like it was it was big. Those Mario games were big. Zelda was big. What can we do to bring that back? Like what? Like obviously, if they release another Mario, only the speedrunner is going to be interested, or maybe casual players that play it off stream. But what can they do to to increase their demographic? What can they do to have you know the casual players that Fortnite got attracted to to come to that realm to to want to watch that and play it themselves? Is there a game they could create that kind of uh, merges the two areas? You know, speedrunning with an FPS. Like what can they do? Does that make sense? Like, is there any neat, uh, niche they can um... niche they can hit? Well it, well, it seems like uh, user-created content and accessibility in that, like, you don't have, like, the, the static payment barrier, like, pay 60 bucks to get the game, is kind of archaic now, as is proven by the success, the, 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 the runaway success of mobile gaming, by comparison. So if you make it, like, free-to-play, monetize it through alternative means, make the barrier of entry very, very low... Uh, enable user-created content that way, like, once people get into the ecosystem, they're compelled to, like, express themselves within an ecosystem. Uh, yeah, you can have it just kind of go on forever, um, I would think. I mean, I don't know if that's kind of the answer you want there or not, but all no, those it is. things it is. But it would lead to, like, it, would, it wouldn't have the whole Twitch effect where, like, you know, yeah. a game come like, a linear narrative-based game comes out, uh, like, hypothetically, Mario, a new Mario, like Mario Odyssey, and it's, like, viral as fuck for, like, maybe... A month tops, and then after that, huge drop off. Only at that point, speedrunners are playing it, which is expected and typical. But if there was a user created content section, if there was like longevity and its conceptual execution, then yeah, like new things happen, right? Like the, yeah. the tier one of the meta is like you play the game as it is, tier two is in you're playing like full game levels built by other people, and then like it just continues to just like you know create layers that are like deeper and deeper from there that's what comes to mind i mean even for like yeah. zelda right like if you like if there was like a i don't know breath of the wild three hypothetically after the second one comes out whenever it comes out and you could like you know you could make your own world and people could make their own dungeons or you can like rearrange it to whatever you want yeah i think people would go apeshit for that forever with like some kind of like clever dungeon maker utility and all that and that and, and that's running would continue to like you know go further and further it's always about expanding the pie. It's not about, like, don't ever give the people exactly what they want. Surprise and blow them away by expanding beyond their own horizons. Interesting. People usually confine to, like, a box and their perspective of what they want out yeah. of games anyway. In that, same in, in that same respect, Destiny, do you think there's ever going to be a comeback of the classic games like Age of Empires, StarCraft, WarCraft 3, like, this type of game style? Like, is this going to come back at any point? Yeah, like, I, I miss those games. Those are the best types of games. Like, Amazing Age of Mythology. I don't know if anyone's heard of that. Age of Mythology was fucking yeah. amazing. Oh my the, god, that game was so fucking one of the fun. best games ever, dude. Like, yeah. are, are yeah. RTS is going to come back, or are we are we stuck in these uh, more advanced, futuristic, <laughs> play as the person type games instead of playing as you know a third person or whatever the hell it might be? What yeah, I mean, think? it doesn't seem to be the case right now. I don't know. Maybe we just need a good company to get behind it and then see what happens. Is there a demographic for it? Is there a selling point? Do you think people are waiting, or are they kind of over it? I, I think it just I think it super depends on like who makes a game like I mean there wasn't like a market for battle royales and then people started making them in others there wasn't a market for you know MOBAs yeah. that much and then people started making them in others so well here's a question like so, so if you follow the money trail right and like you yeah. see like what's in demand what's selling all that here's a hot take for you or maybe maybe not a hot take here but like 
do you guys find that the current direction now with AAA gaming is like, is it in a bubble where it's like it, it could eventually just kind of like burst and crash? Or you have like the like the the over monetization of a bunch of things, the over fragmentation of content where like everything now has a roadmap, a season pass, DLC, monetization, and like all kinds of predatory garbage thrown in there. Like it's like it's all I hear about now. WWE 2K20 sucked ass. Yo, that uh, game is unreal. How bad it was at launch, mate. Uh, yeah, it just goes on and on and on, right? Like I I hear so much about how problematic. Uh, launch day releases of AAA gaming games are now. Like Borderlands Three had had, had some problems. Um, Couldn't even you know, run it. People are not stopping to buy it. So I mean, so yeah, I'm just kind of wondering, like, is there a bullseye crash? I think, I think how it's going to work is right. Like, is, uh, so it's like everyone's seen that Steve Jobs clip, right? When he talks about when a company kind of peaks. And, um, oh, and then know, the marketing department runs everything rather than yeah, the engineer. There you go. Yeah. Well, that's been happening with gaming, right? Yeah. So that's kind of where we're at. We, we move from innovative, like think about again. I'll use Blizzard as the example because my credit's absolutely zero. I should say my Chinese credit score is absolutely zero in them, but whatever. <laughs> so the you, the bottom line is like, do you remember when they used to give a shit? Do you remember when they used to make games that were fucking great and an expansion of the law and innovative and and they just came out? They didn't even like do. Farmer members did. They didn't do it to deadlines. <laughs> they just make great games. I remember interviewing a Blizzard employee. It must have been in 2009. I said, when are you going to start focusing on esports? Because I think you're going to miss the boat. And they said, we don't give a fuck. This was literally the quote. We don't give a fuck about esports. We just make great games. Holy shit, how times changed 10 years mm. later. Now it's about bang out that fucking Call of Duty, bang out this, that, the other, cash injections for Overwatch with some fake-ass Overwatch 2 they're putting out, which ain't a sequel <laughs> to the game, right? Like, they just don't give a fuck anymore. But then you go back and you play WoW Classic, this huge expansive world, yeah, it's got problems, man. But the attention to detail, the level of work that went into it, like, it's yeah. unbelievable. It's like day and fucking night. So what happens is these AAA companies reach tipping point. And eventually they're going to die because people are just going to get so jaded and pissed off with their shit that they'll eventually get bought by someone else or they'll shut the shop or, you know, Blizzard will shut down and you'll just have Activision. There'll be something like that, right? But then today... I'm sorry. No, no, no. So I was just going to say, but today's company that are making the good games, right? The sad truth, mate, they're tomorrow's AAAs. Like, we think about PopCap, all the big acquisitions that have gone on. People make these cute little, like, awesome indie games that you love. They get bought out. They get put on the AAA fucking content mill. And then they, and then it's fuck you forever. It's how do I fit a microtransaction in? 2K Games is one of the saddest stories. Mm-hmm. Their sports games overtook EA Sports at a time when EA Sports made good games. I'm talking 2006. Go look at 2006. Go play Madden 2006. Go play Tiger Woods Golf 2006. Like, golf games that kids were playing. Like, everything they touched was gold. 2K came in. They made better games. Their original NBA games were sick. Their wrestling games were sick. All of their content sick. And now look at them. What is fucking NBA 2K now? Like it's just a fucking, it's just a slot machine yeah, with a, a basketball game kind of attached to it, right? And they yeah. got no shame yeah. about it, and that, and and that's just what happens, unfortunately, because the money men take over the companies, just like Steve Jobs, who, by the way, I, I thought he was a prick, but you know, he was right. About, he was right. About it's because they're detached from it all. That's why it's it's the, they have no idea what's going on. They're completely detached. They have no experience. They have no connection to the world at all. They can't relate. They don't know what people want. To them, it's just all monetary. They're trying mm-hmm. to farm dollars. Yeah. Could I ask, uh, 
So obviously, modern day Blizzard Activision is like a shit show for a, a million reasons. It seems you, that way. <laughs> but at some point, Blizzard, you know, had the pride to like prioritize just making really good games. They weren't they weren't abiding by any kind of like strategic release schedule. They Diablo three, it's coming when it's ready. Like fuck off, right? <laughs> at what point did this change? Was it? And I hate to like make it such like a black and white thing, but was it when Activision merged with Blizzard? Is that is that feels like it's, been, it's been a slow coming process? But the thing is, the money got real. Like games used to be a joke, but now there's more money there than there is in the movie industry. And when that much money gets involved, and that many investors get involved, you get people that start to make real tight ass demands of like what's going on. You know, before a bunch of guys could get together and kind of chill, and it's all cool. I mean, you can you can draw parallels to the music industry, right? Like bands came from like guys kind of like playing in their garages. And and then they got a little better. They played bigger shows. And that's where band came from. Now, kids are plucked out of school when they're fucking one and a half years old. They're put sent to training camps and they sing. And then you get like the producers that are all lined up and everything. And like everything is way more fucking manufactured. As soon as you start to pour like a fuck ton of money into something, the process is going to become a lot more mechanized and a lot less or a lot more soulless, I guess you would say. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just a natural like thing that happens when a ton of money starts to pour into an industry. That's always going to happen. Well, to for, go further in on that, though, like, uh, so here's the issue now, right? Like, so I look at Activision, for example, where, I don't know, they released a, a, you know, a banger Call of Duty, right? It's like, they, they got to do more. It's like, at what point does the bubble not collapse? Because like every quarter or every quarter four where they expect like, you know, the banger year over year where we have another Call of Duty and we have now other Blizzard titles to back up and all that. We got to make more. We got to make more. We got to make more. And it's like, how how much more can you really do? Like how much growth is there really left in, in gaming this rapidly year over year to benefit each time without just I mean, further gouging your existing fan base because you can't this growth isn't sustainable, it seems. To some you're extent, not gouging you're your about Go ahead. Sorry. I was say real quick, you're not gouging your fan base. That's the thing. Like, keep in mind that the people that are upset about this are only a small minority of people on Twitch. Like, that's it. For the most part, yeah. the fan base loves it. I mean, just look at the look at the game sales. Like, we can say, like, it's kind of like people are like, when are we finally going to be doing these shitty superhero movies? Like, people are tired of this shit. Like, they're done with it. No, they're not. <laughs> I mean, these movies are fucking. It's like today, if your if your superhero movie doesn't cash in a billion fucking dollars, it's like ah, it didn't meet expectations. Like, holy shit. Mm. So I mean, like, I I said the same thing. Actually, we might have even talked about this on one of our episodes where I was like, um, why is Disney making all these fucking remakes like they're saturating the market and i say that but then you go back and you look at the box office like oh you know maleficent and the lion king and all of these movies are doing a billion dollars in sale oh fuck i guess i'm just fucking out of touch and i think that's largely what's happening like we don't know what the average you know xbox player is like you know these guys aren't looking for cutting edge gameplay they just want to come home from class or from school and just you know hammer out you know a few multiplayer games and then eat dinner and go to bed like they don't yeah, really and, if they, and if they spend 60 bucks to acquire the latest call of duty once a year like it's no big deal like <laughs> i mean all of us have heard somebody talk talk about like playing games like a true casual like not the ones like like an actual casual like an uber driver that's like oh yeah dude like i jam with call of duty and it's like they walk they log on their xbox like once every week or two and they just like pound out some games like that's it you know that's like me yeah yeah i, I guess Are maybe you, uh, like a little, maybe i'm a little more sensitive because i was like working at gamestop so i know exactly whenever like you know, Modern Warfare 2 happened in 09, and, like, you know, the, the, it became standardized that 15 bucks of DLC got you three maps, and that's it. And mm -hmm. then I saw that transition further, where it was like, well, now we're just going to, they're going to lock more content behind the Clutter Edition that was 120 bucks, where you got the, the Call of Duty points and all the other bullshit. And then it went from that to becoming a season pass, and from that becoming to where you get, you got COD 4 remastered, exclusive to the higher edition of the game. And then from that, it was just like, and just I saw more and more shit. And I'm like, man, they just continue to get away with more and more shit here. Like, is, is is there not like a a feedback of like 
rebellion but I, again maybe not maybe i'm just i'm just aware of like what they're doing because i'm so attentive to it but you're right i'm not the average consumer though so obviously it's working apparently yeah i just i think that the vast majority of these issues around like even loot boxes and shit like that just skate past the average consumer i, I doubt that I mean, even, wrong. Like, it shows in mobile gaming too because like I, that's I, what I was about to say yeah <laughs> I don't, I don't get it, but apparently, uh, apparently, Pokemon Go prints fucking money. Like, like when you have like a flat, like you know, hey, four bucks, four ninety nine for this mobile game or whatever. Like when it's like a, you know, a, what's the word here, a, a paywall to, to access it. People are hesitant because they're not engaged in it yet. But whenever it's like free to play and there's like a bunch of shit to like, you know, mon- money's tethered to like abilities in the game itself. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Pokemon Go has made like a fuck ton of money since it came out in 2016. I don't have the number offhand here right now, but I remember I was like, "Damn, do people really buy Pokeballs that often, dude? Holy shit!" Or whatever, yeah. or whatever you can buy Pokemon Go, dude. Yeah. That's why mobile games are like so successful. Those companies, like that China owns and all the all the other, like, dude, they are billionaires. Well, dude, what I mean like, too is like, it's not even Pokemon Go's not even an aggressive game though. Sometimes it's not. It's like it's not a gotcha game, or at least from my I, knowledge, it's not like. There are there are gotcha games that just like go all in on like trying to fuck your wallet as hard as possible. Pokemon Go doesn't even do that, and it still has made a, a fuck ton of money. I just thought of a stick lane, but it wouldn't be a lot of things that people would want to do. You know how um the guy who's the tech guy who reviews every single fucking phone, Unbox <laughs> Therapy. Is that Lester? Yeah. Yeah. What about if there's Unbox Therapy like guy, type guy who made YouTube videos and all he did to get big was review every single mobile game and he played them a lot and he just uploaded constantly by the time he got like a decent fan base he would just get like the biggest fucking offers to play every mobile game and put them in their youtube series but isn't that technically what markiplier does does markiplier (laughs) play a lot of mobile video well not um, mobile games but just games in general general. yeah i know but for mobile though mobile mobile, uh, uh, what triple quadruple oh by the way i have some mystery all here as of yesterday, actually, this article is written about this yesterday. Pokemon Go crossed three billion in revenue. Jesus, I- I've never played Pokemon Go. Try so. Can you explain to me what the like? Is there any predatory money making mechanics no. in it? Actually, no. You can. Yeah, you don't have like to spend that. anything in order to like go around and try to catch Pokemon. You just go to the right. Pokemon. You, you just gotta like... ruin the risk of getting mugged. Well, no, no. Here's what happens. Right, <laughs> if, if I recall correctly, you have to like physically walk to the nearest like. Pokestop or whatever, or Pokemart to acquire more Pokeballs to be able to capture more Pokemon. Right. Um, but if you want to like walk into the nearest mart, you can just like you can just spend twenty bucks and get like a fuck ton of Pokeballs and and, and Poke Treats just to throw at Pokemon. Sorry, it's a lot of pokes here, but I mean, you know. the cool- <laughs> this is way too many pokes, dude. The cool thing yeah, about that, that is that, like I'm 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 poke a fucking blowing up my mind. Dude. This is like, ridiculous. Honestly, like, in my opinion, like the cool thing about Pokemon Go is they. They only uh, release po- some Pokemon at cer- during certain seasons, and also some Pokemon can also only be caught um, in different like areas, different states. That's like such a cool thing, like g- gatekeeping that to kind of prove like who's going in harder and, f- and putting in more time and really like I love that kind of game style, and I feel like it's being removed from most games today. Everything's accessible very easily with the shortest amount of time, and I feel like that's what's killing a lot of uh, mainstream games that used to be popular but now are dead. Yeah. Do you remember when, like, the um, the whole, like, Pokemon came out and then, like, everybody went outside for a while? 
even like oh, even 2016? nerds. Yeah. yeah. Summer 2016 was crazy. Like I like nerds that like actually never even left their house were like running around and talking to each other in parks and it like for a while like it, like it was like we had world peace. <laughs> no, it was good, man. So, it was That's so why fun. I brought up the it mugging thing because there was some like uh, it's not hilarious that someone got mugged. But it is hilarious that the person who's getting mugged is going, no, 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 I'm just trying to get the Snorlax, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a guy like, fun. no, listen, he mate, give me your fucking wallet and your wallet. phone. Like, mm. <laughs> no, that was some funny shit. But yeah, like, it, no, it was a good concept. They're rare. It was a good concept, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like, yeah. But I was just going to say, um, try to your point about, like, yeah. and I don't know, sorry, it was Dev. You said about, like, you think the average gamer, it doesn't sink in about predatory stuff. I think you've got to start yeah. looking at how people are starting to turn on FIFA. Um, uh, Do you think the, the average gamer the is turning on FIFA? Yeah, like legit. Ah. I think um, I think it, I think it reflects in the sales figures too, man. This is true like, because uh, EA, um, EA's 2018 uh, annual release revealed that actually uh, over 55% of their revenue comes from in-game transactions. Yep. Like in-game transactions are actually uh dwarfing their vanilla game sales that's crazy damn okay but the 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 fifa thing is actually like insane right like it's like ridiculous how um no i've, I've like, never what, seen anything like it i've never seen yeah. in fact it's it's the patient zero of all the mainstream games like on console and pc not mobile but it's the patient zero basically of all the insane microtransaction bullshit mm -hmm. like you know it my mate my producer who does my show sam He's like not even that into it, but he still spent a thousand pounds. Excuse me, sir. What? He still spent a thousand pounds, and by the time like this year, like in one yeah. year, yeah, in one year. What? And then what happens is, it, no, it's the mad part, right? Because like, okay, if it's an investment, you don't get to keep a single player from that team you build. You buy the next year Jesus. version, and you start from zero again. Oh my so, god. Like, so the hook ain't even that deep with him. Go look yeah. at the stories. You get kids like straight fucking robbing their mom's fucking credit card in the middle of the night, like, cause they wanna get, uh, oh, fuck whoever they're getting now. They wanna get a fucking gold messy or whatever, you know what I mean? And ooh, if they don't ooh. get it, if, 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 then like they don't think they can win online cause they're playing up against other credit card kiddies, which by the way, it was proven what, uh, what Activision and EA have got is they got a patent, right? So if you don't have a good card or a good gun, they deliberately pair you with somebody who does. So oh, they did it for Destiny. Yeah. Mm. So you get wrecked, and then you go, shit, man, I better spend some money, man, or I'm never going to beat these kids. And they literally patented that technology. I don't think it was quite as bad with Destiny, but I think what they would do is, I think if you viewed... Oh, fuck, this was actually confirmed, too. You I think that if you... If you view a weapon in a shop, you had a higher likelihood of being paired up with people that had that weapon on the enemy team. So if they killed yep. you, that you'd see it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. some fucking next yeah, level psychology like, uh, shit. Yeah, patent was for algorithm match, algorithm based matchmaking. Yep, correct. Uh, based off of various factors, including any any guns with that highlighting in the shop for a certain amount of time. Oh, yeah, oh, it's you know, dude, really very very that. problematic long term. Like yo, beyond so man. Synthetic. Yo, it's so fucked up, dude. Like, they're literally, especially when you think about the average age, because, like, here's the thing. I don't mind. You want to do that shit on FIFA? Fine. But the problem is, because it's soccer, it's, like, universal. It, you can start these kids super young, because it's, it's all ages. Mm. Now, if you t take the 18, take the R-rated or whatever the fuck, because you, you, you're selling a casino to these kids. 
There's there's loot boxes, there's uh, microtransactions, there's algorithms that deliberately pair you up with people who are going to have better teams, straight wreck you. Also, as well, on top of that, they have that thing um, called scripting in FIFA, which is literally, right, if you go 3-0 three, three up in 15 minutes because your team is, like, bodying someone, then you just can't score. It's just off the post, off the crossbar, <laughs> like, passes go amiss in the ball goes through three people. This is also proven. Like, go look at it. And they're doing that, right, so everyone kind of has a chance. You'll probably still win, but everybody gets just enough incentive to stay in to spend their money. FIFA is the most predatory video game of all fucking time. It's pure evil and the more and more you look into it the worse and worse it is mate it's beyond a joke <clears throat> well so, yeah, I, don't, I don't know anyone here i don't know anyone who's like playing fortnite uh routinely at least like anyone like young or whatever can anyone tell me about like the the criteria of like the youth like sub 18 year olds who are asking for mom's credit card to buy to buy v bucks is it like are, like so like, obviously you're, you're bringing up here now like the idea that like we have predatory practices in video games and, and like and these these younger gamers are, are are being told, hey, you need to spend money to get this gun or get these cosmetics or whatever, whether it be predatory or not. Are kids actually going to their parents and begging for V Bucks or begging for the credit I card? I think it's something similar to, you know, like back in our generation, this makes us sound old. You know, if someone had a favorite sports player, you know, they would want to go buy that sports player's jersey. They'd want to go buy that sports player's this or that. Or they'd want to, you know, if they played soccer, they buy balls, shin guards, flashy jerseys, flashy shoes. Instead, this is being replaced in video games now. People are going less uh, outside less, at least what I'm assuming. I don't know the statistics. Now it's being transitioned to games. People, instead of spending money on this or that, they want to spend it on a new skin. They want to spend it on a new gun, a new this in game. So that's what yeah. I think's going on. Just logically, they look kind of cool. About it. Like the Fortnite ones, like actually, I would buy one if I played. They they're the just Batman so appealing. Ones. Like there's some blue one they made. I would I would ask my mom for money. So so just understand so like. When I was young, what I wanted more anything else was like Pokemon cards and Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Like I'd be like, exactly. oh, I got good grades. Oh, I mean, yes. like it. But these kids now are—they're okay with like having that same urgency of of desire for digital goods. Yes. Yes. Yeah, especially to mm, be right. like with their that's friends. That's what I'm and... assuming, at least. I don't know that yeah. for a fact, but that's what I'm assuming. It makes sense. Man, hmm. Pokemon cards, man, those are the days. Just going oh, to fries. How much did I piss away on Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon, dude? Holy fuck! They I remember every store when you check out, like those bundles they'd in sell in the cigarette aisle, right every there, front single center. Time. Dude, I used to smell the packaging right when I opened it. Smell inside the card. Hope I get the <laughs> hope Why I get the Char <laughs> Hope I get the Charizard, <laughs> oh, dude. Right, dude, I, re I remember, remember when I got my Charizard in the toy aisle. I'm sorry, uh, I'm gonna cut you off. No, no, it was, dude, it was everywhere. It was toy aisle, it was in the card no, no, area no, where basketball cards were. Now. Really? It didn't, okay, look, look, we're going back in now. Okay, look, 2000, okay. 2003, I remember because I was like mad active and you get this time here. Walmart used to carry those trading card games in the toy aisle, not by the cigarette aisle. So I'm not saying I did it, but I knew a bunch of kids who would definitely go back there and like bust up with some packs, open them up for the package wrappers underneath the aisle, the aisle shelving unit, and really? like. Piece of fuck. Oh, oh, dude, these kids were insane, dude. Eighth grade uh, kids, dude, they didn't give a fuck, dude. They would, man, they knew where all the blind spots were. They would, they would open the cards, go to the, um, go to the ceiling fan aisle in the hardware section where it was like, cause the, cause the, the ceiling fans, like, they were like actually built, mounted above the, uh, the aisle. 
obscured the ca- the security cameras, and they, so it was a complete blind spot. You can go there and just fucking do whatever the fuck you want, and then throw the shit out in there and peace out. Oh yeah, that's, it was, incre- that's amazing. I've never done. Whoa. Yeah, that's crazy. I wish I had done that. <laughs> oh, I would have saved so much money. What the oh, fuck? You, oh yeah, y'all want more? <laughs> so. Uh, the garden section, right? You know, the outdoor garden area that's like enclosed by a, a chain fence, essentially. Um, if you, if the, um, at one point, again, Walmarts have gotten smarter since then, but at some point you're able to walk into the garden section. There was no checkout scanners to be anti theft. They were on the exit of the, uh, the caged garden center area, not your entrance into the caged outdoor area. So you can just go by there, have, have an accomplice on the side, so- the other side of the fence where there's like a, a you know, like a visible, actually like concerns me how well, you know, yeah, this. He, he's so precise. Well, he knows exactly you know, like, what happened. If you walk I mean, 13 feet with a blindfold, you'll find it. Very suspicious how he knows uh, exactly yeah. what, what's Come going on, on bro. There. I tell you about, I tell you about this shit and y'all gonna call me. You know, y'all gonna, I obviously did it. No, I didn't, I didn't do it. <laughs> no, I just had a friend who like walked me through it because he was like, he actually wanted me to like join him in like this giant stealing ring because we he was gonna sell the car to the kids at school. And I was Jesus like, this is like Christ. way too much for me, dude. And this is how the story I keeps getting like one up, like over and over again. Like you know, he needed to make more money because he couldn't keep up with the guns he was buying for his fucking crack operation. So we had to push this person down the stairs so that they would pay us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He the worst part about them finding like the open packs of Pokemon cards is when they'd find the bodies littered amongst them after we had to kill people <laughs> for our local drug trade. Like Jesus, dude. The, the dude, worst. He wanted me to join his ring. He wanted because okay, okay. I'm sorry. His all right. Look, no snitches here. His name was Brian, a uh, oh. fat white kid. He he wanted me to join him really really bad because he wanted a second pair of eyes to make the operation safer. He wanted to steal CD players. He wanted to steal Pokemon cards. He wanted to steal everything. Like he didn't give a fuck. And if I was there with him. It was like you know tenfold safer to do so. Yeah, so he wanted me to be the guy inside the fence. You know that way when he yeah. opened up the cards in the garden center, he would throw them <laughs> under the. He would throw CD players, MP3 players, Holy Pokemon shit. Yu-Gi-Oh cards underneath the, the the chain fence, and I'd be on the other side to grab it and peace out. The whole thing would be done in less than five the, seconds. The worst thing I went through was Fucking oceans. Tw- <laughs> seriously, dude. The, the, the worst thing I went through was the older kids used to try and, like, scam you, right? Like, so if I had, like, a holographic Gyarados or, like, a Charizard, they'd come in with some, like, trash card and try and convince me that this card is, it does something special, and this writing and these numbers in the bottom left make it ultra rare. And they try and scam me for my shit, dude. And it worked once. <laughs> it worked once with Yu-Gi-Oh, actually. I had this mm-hmm. card called, like, Regiki or, or, or something. It, it cleared, Rageki. yeah, it cleared all uh, cards on the board for the enemy team or for everyone. And it was such a good card at the time. I had no idea. He traded me some like dark magician that you get out of one of those fucking box packs oh, that everyone gets. I got fucked. Yeah. And the worst part is it was my cousin's best friend. I was pissed. Dude, to this day, I remember who the fuck it was exactly. He's in my mind. Dude, stealing Pokemon cards? That shit ruined fucking friendships. Holy yep. shit. Yep. People that would steal Ooh. fucking cards from people? What the fuck? And you know Ooh. it was them, too. Because the motherfuckers could never keep it secret that they had like a new card or whatever. And they don't... Oh, fuck that shit. Yeah, you're not wrong, dude. I remember you're taking my little brother to one of them, uh, like live tournaments, right? And we all got briefed before we went, like, you know, uh, don't show that you're carrying your folder or nothing, like outside. I think it's down in London or whatever. So it was like, we all got told, like, people are waiting outside of the venue to fucking jack people's Pokemon cards. <laughs> like, so you just got to be super careful, you know? 
So, like, yeah, I took my little brother to one of them tournaments. It was fucking surreal. Like, the level of security around it was crazy. It was like guards up front. Like, it was. Well, it, people yeah. collect them for. I used to collect them for a living, so I can understand. Yeah. Like, you have the huge yeah. binder of, like, hundreds of them. I would yep. literally kill someone if they, like, stole the best yeah. card, you know? Break my heart. Well, I wouldn't you actually that. kill someone, but like, obviously, like, it's uh, so heartbreaking to lose one card in yep. your little binder. It's like, wait, that's can I get? I ask you. Can I get a oh, squad anyway. W from Train here? Michaela just said she would literally kill somebody for stealing a Pokemon card. Uh, I said kill yo, a kid for DDoSing me. I get articles written about me. I bet nobody's going to say shit about her saying that. Oh, Fuck no, this. No, that, this uh, double standards that, bullshit that right here. Squad he, W. He, no, no, no. The Dexerto guy takes ever, every opportunity he can to write Tyler 1's girlfriend in the title. So I, I guarantee saw you that. he would. I saw he that. does it every time. If there's ever a moment he, he gets oh. to write Tyler 1 in the title, he'll do it. So, does the publication oh, really do this? That website is fucking yeah, trash. Pretty it, bad. It, is, it is trash, dude. Oh my god. He, he does it for the views. Well, speaking so of wait, this... He doesn't, he doesn't use your name? He, he, no, he says Tyler One's girlfriend, Michaela, so he gets more clicks on I the, saw that uh, article. There's a, I worked there articles. as a freelancer. If you tell me who's writing these articles, I'll tell the editor that's completely unacceptable. I flamed him. He changes my name now, but I mean, he did yeah. it for the longest <laughs> time. Like... I, I, I mean, understand. I did see you say something the other day. Um, I saw a clip of you. Um, I think it was. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, by the way, because I might be. Um, but I saw a clip of somebody complaining, saying like, "Oh, I don't need the coverage, so please stop writing about me." Was that you? Uh. No, not recently. I bitched about it. It, in the it, past it was like I don't know, like two weeks, two three weeks ago. No, probably not. Oh, I can't have been you then. Oh, was it Maya? My bad. Sorry. Sorry. I, like, I, I don't really... No, 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 no. no. I'm off on somebody. Yeah. That was yeah, and I was just like, listen, as a public figure, you definitely don't get to say, like, I don't need the coverage. Because here's the other thing as well. Like, a year from now, when no one knows who the fuck you are, you're begging for the coverage. So mm -hmm. definitely don't do that. But, like, yeah, anybody who refers to, like, an independent person as somebody else's girlfriend or somebody else's spouse, that's just bad from an editorial perspective. Well, it, just... I can understand why it looks bad in your perspective sometimes, but at the same time, like, what before I met him, I only had, like, 50 viewers. So it's true. No one would technically know who I am if it didn't say... Tyler it's, it's, One's girlfriend. Nah, like, they shouldn't. Nah, listen. It, uh, why nah. would you would you click the title if it said Michaela, or would you click it if it said Tyler One? You mean they could use your name, say who you are, oh, and then go and then do a separate what? paragraph fleshing out context, <laughs> okay. saying that you have a relationship with one of the top streamers. Like it's, it's very it's very easy to do without coming off like a cunt. I mean, what you have to remember is like Deserto. Like okay, so I'm a freelancer, so I'll criticize them as much as the fuck I want. If they ever want to get upset about it, I'll just go write for somebody else. I don't give a fuck. Like everyone wants my shit, so it's all good. <laughs> but the reality is, like, th there's not really a lot of editorial oversight on the more clickbaity stuff they do, and they know they do clickbaity stuff. But but like, they do need an editor that's gonna like pull them up by their bootstraps because they've had a couple of stories now. I want to say a couple. I mean, I'm, ex I'm, I'm doing them a favor. That's way more than a couple. Where it's like this bad editorial. Um, practice, like for example, referring to you as Tyler One's girlfriend, and only that—that's unacceptable. But not just that; like, you, you know, some of the—they've got details wrong. The, you know, they well, just get uh, details they out and out they wrong, they and it's like that's—that's no, that can't fly. The misrepresentation kind of gets me. Like, they made an article about me today, and um, I was—I was doing like a kind of a bit where I was talking about how streamers are lazy. And they made it like sound super horrible, and they misquoted like just like one portion of the clip, and that stuff's like pretty annoying. Yeah, it's it's very yeah. irritating when they take things out of context. And <laughs> it was really... but, 
That's always going to be the case when you're a streamer or... Speaking of figure. these articles that are taken out of context, what happened with Kotaku? I saw they're gone. Wait, <laughs> no, it's, it's overhyped. <clears throat> are you sure? Gone. I heard like, they've shut down. Yeah. Nah, what? It's not, true. it's not true. No, it's not true? Nah, like, again, I, I feel bad because, like... I've, Where's like, the site, then? This site is down. I don't know if I've talked too much. Nah, like, no, 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 no. What happened was... Um, so, Jason oh, Scryer... Up. Yeah, yeah, Jason Scryer, you know the guy I, I described him the other day on the stream? He looks like John Oliver if he was conceived with a weak sperm, that guy. The one yeah. Dr. Disrespect's always taking the piss out of. Yes. Well, he, um, he, they got upset because they've been bought out by this new media company, right? And they started putting these ads on the channel that were autoplay ads, like the bad old days, like 1999 on Alta Vista, when it was like, smash this iPhone, and you couldn't get away from it, like one of them. And um, they're doing that because they've bought basically a bunch of shit websites that these journalists have run into the ground by publishing garbage. So they, without even consulting with the new owners, publish an article saying, these adverts are terrible. We agree with you. This is how you cancel these adverts, uh, these commercials, these pop-ups, whatever, and make sure you don't get them again. And they published that. And they said, also, if you want to complain about it, Here's our CEO uh, of the uh, media company that owns us. Here's, uh, here's his email. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. And they published that across multiple sites. So guess what happened? It got took down. And then what Jason Scryer did said, well, it's been nice. It's been nice working at Kotaku, I suppose. Like, no one's talking about shutting down the website, by the way. It's just petulant mm. from these fucking. It's petulance from these journalists. Because got they've had good. it too good for too for too long. They get to write any old shit they want. There's literally yes. articles on Kotaku. I stuck a game controller up my ass. This is what it felt like, mate. Come on, man. I don't want. Tell me what the game's like. Tell me what. Tell me how the controller actually works. Not Dude. as a dildo, but as a games controller. Wouldn't that be nice? And Kotaku they've got away with just... it for five years, and the new companies come in, and they're trying to make them do actual work, and now they're having a mardi ass tantrum about it. Let's hope so. I mean, these motherfuckers have the biggest clickbait titles in the world, and then they have fucking twenty misspellings and sixty grammar issues that they keep re-editing because they want to get it. At, like these guys have to be getting paid per article because they're pushing like twenty out a day each. And they're all fucking trash. Absolutely Dude, trash. Like, are they making any like real money off this shit? Like, <clears throat> like, are, are, was like, are they like a hugely? T I don't really know. Like, the media, like Richard Lewis, like you'd probably know everything about this. Like, are they making like, are they like turning over money a lot on these websites? Like, does uh, I guess like they're still probably making money off of ads, right? I feel like it's all way too much though. Like, but but like, some sad yeah. this topic is my area of expertise. So sorry about that, everybody. But um. Yeah, just to be as succinct as I can, they, they 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 bought this. All of these, the, the entire portfolio was making a loss. It was the Gorker portfolio, so it was basically the one that Hulk Hogan literally leg fucking dropped into oblivion because Pete Thiel funded his lawsuit. Yes, the website that said to a fucking judge when they when when the judge ruling said you got to take that sex tape down, and they went, "No, nah, we ain't doing that." That's how dumb they were. So they drove them, you know, they, they were on the brink of oblivion. Geo Media came in, bought them up. And now they're saying, if you want to work in Kotaku, you write about games. If you want to work at Deadspin, you write about sports. And they've also realized, shit, we don't get as many clicks as we thought we did, so we better autoplay our ads. So they're trying to scramble and make it financially viable. Because these uh, bloggers unioned up recently mm. they're saying it's against the terms of their fucking uh, union rules 
it ain't by the way spoiler um so that's what they're having this back and forth about and that's why they're all having a tantrum uh but kotaku and deadspin as far as i know both made profit but within the context of the portfolio that don't mean shit Mm. that's crazy interesting huh Mm. so like do do these um because i know like a lot of the big um news platforms are struggling like just like the traditional media right and i would assume that the only way those articles are making money is off of cpm like which must not be that high like for all the no it's not just cpm they do they do loads like you ever seen those fucking takeovers you know what i mean yeah yeah they they do loads of that they do pop-ups now like that's come back uh they do that annoying thing where it's like when you click on a website it goes i see you're using an ad blocker like get the fuck out of my face of course i am Back in, back in the golden age of mobile web when uh, nobody knew how to serve ads to like mobile platforms and you could browse everything on like your Android and iPhone and shit, you'd never see ads at all because they just yeah. didn't have the tech to serve them. Yet. I remember yeah. those days. And yeah. then you wonder why your phone was slow and it turned out you didn't see a pop-up, but they put viruses on there, so it's yeah. <laughs> full of malware. Yeah, those were the good old days. Yeah. Meanwhile, um, now it's like you, I, I get an article and it happens to go to USA Today and it's an unbrowsable pile of shit where I can't even disable the, the plea to you know, subscribe to the premium version. And then when I get rid of that, the other ad pops up that I can't even, that's auto playing and audible. And I can't get rid of it either to fucking read the shit. Yeah. Wall Street Journal, same fucking shit. It's like, oh my fucking God. They're dude. all like that now. And listen, I sympathize, right? Because it's how they're keeping the lights on. But man, yeah. like, you got to come up with a better, you got to come up with a better model. Dude, too. yeah, it's garbage. Agreed. Yeah. It's just that simple. Like, if, if you can't move with the market, this is what I hate about, like, Right. There's a lot of people in capitalism that they go, oh, capitalism's great. Like, it works for us. They're on top, right? Then somebody comes up with something new and it wrecks their business. And then they go, no, no, but we're going to go out of business. Yeah. (laughs) You didn't move with the times. You get fucked now. Welcome to the big boy leagues. This is capitalism. This is how it works. Like, I remember they did it with, um, you said you worked at GameStop, right? Mm -hmm. So do you remember remember how all those uh, game companies, like, lobbied together to try and shut down Steam and come up with an agreement? Yeah, you go, go yeah. look that up. Yeah, that's yeah, no, that, that's one thing. There's a there's a similar one here too with the uh the, the you know the idea that whenever the the DVD came out right and it was like mm. the uh the the value of a DVD was like intrinsic to whether it offered a digital copy and bonus features and the the greed of the of the big six uh, multimedia companies couldn't agree on like making a unified platform to have the digital copies delivered to. So whenever they just didn't do it, there was no innovation had, things were stagnant, then they all had to go crawling, begging for Apple to to use the iTunes platform to deliver those digital copies of those movies back in the mid-2000s. That's right, yeah. They, they, um, couldn't, they couldn't figure it out. Their they heads are too far off their asses, ultimately. So it's like, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I feel... Uh there's just like so much stuff relating to this like i'm sympathetic i don't want journalists to be bankrupt i mean good journalists journalists that do work but like these ones deadspin and kotaku i said it the other night on my stream that was the one i had to delete the vod because i went off on alibral and i didn't want to chance it so i said like (laughs) i I said then well i didn't know i didn't know i didn't know how far is too far like i I said he looks like what was it a fucking potato with pubes stuck into something i don't know i went a bit mad like i lost my mind but anyway um, the, 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 the point is this, like those people do need to spend some time on the streets, like legit. They need to get some perspective. They get $50,000 a year with full benefits, minimum guaranteed. And what they do is they get to write about whatever they want. And it, it's not even serving their core audience anymore. So what they do is they write some bullshit and it's like, you know, 
Tell me if Fire Emblem's good. I want to know. Don't tell me how Fire Emblem is problematic because it's got a Trump-like storyline in the middle of it and then write about what you had for breakfast that day and how shit your life is. Tell me about the game. But they don't have to do that because they wrote it into their uh, union contracts that the owners can't tell them what to do. Now, these new owners have come in and they're like, listen, we want gamers on Kotaku. We want sports writers on dead... uh, Sports uh, fans on Deadspin. And they're having a tantrum because they can't write about what they want to write about. And they're trying to justify it by going, well, on Deadspin, our political content gets more clicks. Mate, do porn then if it's all about clicks. I'll click on Deadspin. you got Goatsy on there or whatever. Like, fine, it'll get more clicks. If it clicks is all it is, but it isn't about that. You, they're, trying to, they're trying to streamline their fan base. So it's bullshit. And, the, and unfortunately, these... Um, Last five years, journalism's become like a cabal or a cartel of like just weird fucking coastal motherfuckers that just, they just tell, they all sit on a Slack group with each other and they just tell whatever lies they need to tell to fuck anybody over that challenges them. And unfortunately, they think they have a right to earn $50,000 a year and write whatever they want on a sports website, even if what they write isn't sports. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. There's no oversight. That's why. Why do you still like write for the serotonin show? Um, money. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Let me ask you guys this question to kind of move Very topics answer. here. So to get back to the gaming uh, section, so BlizzCon's going on right now. Um, we're gonna yeah. be seeing Overwatch wait, wait, Two. Wait, 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 wait. Is it going on now or it starts tomorrow? Uh, it starts, starts tomorrow. Starts tomorrow. Friday, yes. Saturday. Okay. Yeah. yeah but, but everyone's there partying already. That you know they're together. People are IRL streaming. Um, Overwatch Two. That's being announced, or it's being like released. We have uh, Diablo Four. We have World of Warcraft new expansion, uh, Return of the Lich King. Um, how do you guys feel about these games? I mean, do you see any what hope the fuck in this? Is Overwatch Two? What is that? Overwatch. <laughs> what is that supposed upgrade. to be? Is that like basically uh, yeah. like a one-person story PVE? Yeah, it could take the campaign and a cosmetic upgrade for sixty bucks. Yeah, but it's a separate game. Like, can you log into the same game, or is it like a totally separate game? It's I an hour. It's basically, it would be called DLC if they had a spine. So they're basically giving us a total new game to buy, but and they're mm-hmm. charging full price. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Wait till you see the microtransactions that are in it. My source has told me about. Rod ain't talked about that slasher. I was hoping he was going to be here so I could fucking roast him. But let me tell you, uh, <laughs> one of the one, one of the things they they said internally um, that my sources have told me, they said this is basically a one-off cash injection to offset. Like no one's buying them loot boxes in Overwatch; they ain't making no money off it no more. Players are down, so they're putting out a fake sequel essentially to basically encourage people to spend money on the game again. But it's all what? PVE. I think it's gonna go downhill. I don't think it's gonna work out the way they think it's gonna. Let Activision Blizzard. It never does. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, I'm praying to God, Diablo Four. Yes, I, I have. I have maybe. I have a not even one percent of of faith of any sort of positivity or uh, um, um, optimism that they're going to do it right. There's no way Blizzard 2019 is going to create the game that Diablo Two was. At all, like Diablo three. Mm. I mean, I don't know. Do they know this? Like, does Blizzard does the Diablo section when they look at Diablo three? Do they know that it's trash? 
Like, it's not even like, I'm not, I, I'm, listen, I'm not even talking from a bias, let's shit talk them for lol W's. I'm saying it is objectively a trash game. Even the people that play it to make their money or to play it to enjoy it, they know it's trash. How are they, what are they going to change with Diablo 4? What's pressuring them? Do they listen? Are they going to bring back the old days? What the fuck's going to happen with Diablo 4? Does anyone know? I'm, dude, okay, so there was a four. I'm sure this is false now because I looked into it. I, like, hopefully Richard could impact this a little bit. If you have any, like, I heard that they were going to make a third person FPS, and I, it was like so oh. bad that I almost it believed scrapped. it. it oh, it got scrapped? scrapped? Thank okay. God. Oh my oh. God. Oh. I heard they were going to make it, and it was going to have these taglines like, unleash your inner demons. And it was going to be like this, like, they were going to fight, like, the, the you were on the side of, they're going to fight the angels because the angels took over. It was some terrible shit, dude. I was so scared. I think there's a little bit of confusion about that because they were developing one anyway for, like, another project. And I think it was about what IP they slapped on it internally. Again, like, going off what my sources were telling me. Um, but, yeah, I think they, they were developing something like that, and there was talk about oh. it being a Diablo game, yeah. That's so scary. <laughs> Here's what's crazy about them 4chan leaks. 50% of them already are true. They already happened. Yeah. Yeah, Fuck they already that. happened. The like, other 50% the whole... will break your heart if they turn out to be true. Yeah, there was this whole... Um, fuck. There was this whole, like, thread that was, like... The whole state of Blizzard internally is just, like, crazy. No one's allowed to talk, like, negatively about anything. Like, there's these, like, negativity officers... Who are basically, I don't know if any of this is true, right? Like, but it's like supposedly a disgruntled Blizzard employee. And, the, but they like, they were the ones that like called the races in, um, in, uh, that were gonna come out in World of Warcraft. They called, they called the Volpera and they called like the other one the Mechonomes or whatever. Mm. And that came true. And so, like, yep. I don't know, man. Like, yeah, it's, it sounds, I'm very scared for Diablo 4. I looped I in after them four channelings with some Blizzard employees, and I said, is there any way that if you worked on mm. Overwatch, or you worked on Diablo, or you worked on this and you worked on that, you would hear what other development teams are doing, and they're going, yeah, it's a fucking shit show over it. It's like a Chinese fire drill. Everyone talks <laughs> to everyone around the fucking water cooler. Like, yeah, we all know what everyone's doing, and, and we all laugh about it. Loads of us want to leave. And I was like, so that four chan leak, that could be legit? They were like, listen... Wait and see. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, God. It's, so, I don't know, man. I, 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 like, I did a whole video, like, debunking it, saying it wasn't going to be true. And then, then, then Blizzard people reached out to me and said, listen, just don't be so sure, man. Like, it's crazy over here right now. So. Oh, no, dude. I, I, I don't know. know. Hong Kong? It's crazy out here. <laughs> no, they did, yeah, they didn't mean Hong Kong, no. <laughs> it's crazy out here in glorious China. These Hong Kongs, are, they're fighting for freedom. It's outrageous. No, it wasn't like that. Oh, was, what are uh, they doing? I'm sorry. This is really off topic, but what are they doing tomorrow, you think, for uh, the protests and whatnot? Like, do you think there's going to be extra security or, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, there has to be. Because mm. I heard there's people that are flying to BlizzCon just for protesting. They're just there to do that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hmm. Shit. Like, that's their whole deal. <laughs> They're just there it's, to do it, that. It, 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 it's going to be such a shit show. <laughs> that's going to be It's great. a really well-organized protest. You know, it, it, it's not just people who are going to BlizzCon. It's people who are going to BlizzCon to protest. Yeah. It's insane how big it is. Oh man, I just thought of a great idea, but it, it would be too shit on. It would be cool, like to do an IRL stream to like actually protest, 
But if you're taking light of, like, it's such a serious situation, it would, it would be a little bit too edgy, I think. Yeah. Well, I feel like it'd be too risky to, like, go yeah. there in IRL stream. I don't know. Yeah. Well, they've, they've, they forbid it. Um, you're not allowed to IRL stream. Oh. Where is this? Mm -hmm. Outside of BlizzCon? Yeah. I know. I don't know. How, I don't know what that rule is outside of the venue. Um. Um, uh, but, yeah, but they've they've told well, people you can't do it out there. What wow. about this? Uh, tell me if this is like far fetched, all right? Mm -hmm. What if I went outside of BlizzCon, streamed the protest as is, didn't make any wise ass remarks, just really just captured it, and uh, all the donations or subs I get, I like put that towards like a Hong Kong charity. Do you think that would be allowed? Um, I mean, if they if they agreed to allow you to stream, and they wouldn't care where the money was going. But I I think right now, like I, because I wanted to co-stream it, and we got told the only thing we can show is the opening ceremony. I'm just wow. talking about outside the actual wow. protests. I mean, technically, they if, if the protesters are in an area that isn't owned or controlled by Blizzard and they, they have the right anything. permits, they can't do anything. Yeah, bro. Yeah. That's true, right? Mm. I don't know. Whatever. I, I think it's like. I think it'd be wicked if you went there, mate. I think it'd be good to see what the protesters are doing. It's going to be big, though, by the way. It's not going to be like five guys. Yeah. Like, it's not going to be Area 51. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not be, like yeah, that. Yeah. Doing a Naruto run like one fat yeah. dude. It ain't going to be like that. It's going to be a real protest, mate. Yeah, I didn't want to like do it just to exploit the situation, but I just thought of it as a cool idea. You know, whatever. It's Maybe not worth it. I really, I, I'm, st I'm still really praying that uh, Diablo Four is good. If Diablo Four is good, I'll be so happy, dude. I want that auction house back. If if they don't do an auction house, then I want BOE Whoa. items. I want different stats. I want it reforged. Like I want good You're stuff. Can I ask you this? So Chris? disappointed. Yeah, it's just I can't help but think that Diablo Four was announced in reaction to the lack of it being announced last year, and the fact that they announced uh, Diablo the Mobile. Mobile. Mm -hmm. yeah. And confirm, yeah, and confirm that there was no D four announcement at this time. I think uh, once that re reception was so fucking sour, they, they had they like kind of they like literally panic greenlit Diablo four when they weren't really prepared to do so. So whatever you're gonna see this year is gonna be like a rushed spaghetti bullshit of 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 nothing of merit. And aren't they I could be wrong here? I mean, maybe they can knock it out here, but I would suspect that it was greenlit. For the wrong, for the wrong reasons, for inorganic reasons, to save face, dude. If they like just the last BlizzCon was so bad that they were just like, oh my god, we have to do something. Well, the reactions like, from Immortal were terrible. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How are you going to close out that segment with with that, dude? That was... dude. You know what drives me crazy? If one, you one fucking like intern. A... One intern with a fucking like, like literally just like a graphics design intern, just put a thick a picture of a fucking orc or something, or like a devil or whatever, like a Diablo devil, and then put Diablo four, like Elder Scrolls did for Bethesda. They just right. put up like they put up TE yeah, six, and everyone went yeah. nuts. Yeah, like it oh my god, so easy to win that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it would have been like, so simple. There wouldn't even been a backlash of Diablo Immortal if it wasn't closing that segment for for BlizzCon. Yeah, like, they're like, that's all we got. See you later. Random, it's like, like what? Was a random press junket that uh, happened like I don't know, like four days prior to BlizzCon. 
no drama okay yeah you're gonna make money whatever dude what the fuck what i don't understand is at this point the diablo team like i, I hope they see this the Diablo team has nothing to lose. Diablo 3 is shit. They probably lost 80% of their Diablo <laughs> player base. 20% plays it because it's all that, you know, they want to play that's left. At this point, why not, like, why strive so far away from what all of your games used to be? Why not just at this point, with how shit everything's gotten to, just reskin Diablo 2 LOD, add a new expansion, add some lore, add three more acts, but keep it the same game. Everything identical to the same game. Release it. Just release why it. The, why the fuck would I do that when I can make Diablo 2 remastered? Because Wouldn't Diablo 2 remastered, because it's not gonna it's not gonna be the same. Like you, you need more acts. You need more acts, you need more story, more lore. Diablo 2 remastered, I can just go play I'd rather just go play Diablo 2 LOD with that shitty graphics, because that was part of the game being good. You have to release a whole different game and add three acts. That's just and it, like basically Diablo and Diablo 2 LOD or Diablo 2, Diablo 2 LOD, the only difference between the two games was new items. And one additional act instead of four acts and Diablo being the last boss, you add. See what I'm hearing right now are like I'm hearing fanboy reasons. I didn't hear like money reasons why. I, but my why would I was yeah. say it was wrong? I mean, yeah, I mean that there's what? yeah. That, that, okay. That's why just, they just just checking. I that's, don't know my that's why they, likely, but that, that's probably yeah. the answer to my question of why they strive so far away. So yeah, that's okay. probably, that's well, probably, a, probably a good. Sorry, point. I'm 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 down today, y'all. No, hey. no, it's good. Is it? Aren't uh, Blizzard gonna feel rushed because of what Riot just produced? Like, all the shit that's coming out now for them? You know what I'm saying? In my opinion, they have to either release it before or wait like a year after Riot releases theirs and release it then. Like, they cannot, they cannot compete with Riot right now. There's just no way. Blizzard can't compete with Riot. I don't give a shit who says what. Blizzard can't compete with... Honestly, Blizzard can't compete with a new fucking indie startup company that has $50,000 <laughs> net worth. There's no way they can compete. Riot literally makes games. Riot, like... Riot makes games. Dude, Blizzard doesn't make games anymore. Sorry. Yeah, Blizzard's like. I feel like when they go into a boardroom, here's what they do. They, they have a whiteboard. And they put. Listen, in the center of the whiteboard, they go, okay, guys, I need you to think of a game. And here's the skeleton. I want you to think of it around. And they for any game, they put money. Circle money. And they go, all right, take two weeks. Wait, come wait, back wait. to me when you have it. That's it. That's it. That's this, just not simple. This is, this is a Blizzard you're talking about right now? Yeah. You, you sure do? Because it sounds a lot like Bethesda. Just saying. And them, okay. It's just yeah, like dude, oh my these God, companies dude. don't realize they don't realize that if you if in the middle of the circle that begins the uh, uh, chart, if it's something else, if it's staying true to the, their core values, their original games, the money will come. The problem is they're making a game around what makes them money, but they don't realize if they make the game around what started originally their community, that's where the money comes to you. These guys are seeking the money, not letting the money seek them. And that's literally the story of every successful game today. The money seeked them. It took time. Fortnite took time. Fortnite was dead. No one knew what the fuck it was. A couple streamers sponsored by it. It blew up over time. Like the game, realistically, if you look at it, there's no way this game was built uh, thinking of money to start with. This game was dog shit. Every aspect of yeah. it before hype, if you look at it without the hype, if you take your drunk goggles off, it's completely trash as far as like graphics and idea go. It's every it's another BR that looks cartoony. Like the money will come to you if you just build a game that you believe in. That's my that's all my honest opinion. Yeah, we, we covered this earlier. It's, it's just the whole thing that uh we talked about earlier where like the apartment is like it is like way ahead of the actual conceptual creative directors like the the direct the creative directors are at, are at the mercy of the marketing department because they're like yeah you got this idea but it's not going to be marketable to the 
to these or, I mean, it, it might be that the developers just can't make good games. <clears throat> like, it might just be that, like, everybody's out of tune, you know? You think so? I, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I, I wonder why. I, I, I don't know. know. I, I, I wonder. I, I, fuck, I wish I remember. Where, I read this thing, and I was like, this actually is a pretty cool idea. You know, right now, the current um, the current ecosystem and trends of, of game development are typically that a developer gets consulted by a publisher. The publisher publishes it. And, you know, the publisher will front the financing to the developer as it goes and makes it. But ultimately, the publisher retains the IP rights. The developer is kind of like swoon to continue to cooperate with the publisher because they have the rights to the IP and all that, right? And my thing is there is like, well, what if the developer kept the IP and, you know, the power dynamic changed a little bit right there, you know? Uh, I'm trying to think of a better example here, but like, if the developer kept the IP, not the other way around, then the publisher would have to like, you know, try to appease more of what the developer wants to do as far as like integrity relevant to their actual core game vision and not have the marketing department just run rampant with like making it as monetary and marketable as possible. I don't know. Maybe that, maybe I make that a little too complicated to explain here, but like you rarely see, for example, whenever, um, whenever Bungie had the fallout with, uh, with destiny of the game and Activision, you saw Bungie actually keep the IP, right? And that's like that's rare for a developer to have that that much bargaining power on a developer publisher split. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that would, would bring more, you know, bargaining on on the developer side and make games like less, you know, this whole AAA bubble like less, you know, obvious, I guess, or less transparently toxic for everyone involved here. Minus the high yeah, level maybe. executives. Here's the problem. Okay. What you just brought up, Triax, just give yeah. me a fucking idea so good I want to jerk you off. Okay, listen. Ooh. What's up, okay. baby? <laughs> you brought up Bungie, okay? Bungie yeah. is a perfect example of... Okay, so here's what I feel like happens, okay? One company hits off, and you have every other company trying to uh, trying to replicate what the other company did. And it that's what's that's what makes their games strive away from their core because they don't have they don't have the consistent values and confidence in their own game. So instead, they jump to the next hype thing, not realizing they're now competing with a game that is far ahead of them because they started it. Bungie is a good example. Is Halo? Halo has stayed consistent to its core until Halo Five when they introduced the fucking uh, Call of Duty jetpacks yeah, and the, the Call jet of Duty packs, and the, the Call of Duty running system. Thing. Now, if you watch this, if you think about this, this is all they realistically added that's big, and it all almost ruined them people still shit talk that little addition so what that shows you is you need to stay true to your game and eventually when the other hype wave ends they people will come back to the original game they started with the problem is these games are adapting to the games that are blowing up in the moment and when that hype dies these games are also shit there's no game to go back to they need to stay true to their core and halo 5 is a great example one additional change it caused a shitstorm. stay true to your halos stay true to your game and over time people will come back the same thing works with streaming right a new streamer comes to the platform hype is breaking off people lose view count people lose average viewers guess what two months later when the hype dies all those viewers come back but if you change to try and do what the other person's doing in that moment you're going no one's going to come back to you because someone's done it first and better it's like such a simple logic that so many companies uh overlook in my so opinion so simple yes true very true counter strike's the ultimate example brother you're going down your counter strike journey now the format ain't changed in 20 years mm-hmm. you know like sure 
the only little thing, aspects of it yeah. have guns have but the exactly. core of the game has been the same for 20 exactly. years the core of the game is fucking amazing yes counter-strike has stayed true and now it's slowly coming back and it's fucking amazing it's great and that's like that's the consistency you need in my opinion it can't get any worse if you're already a popular game it can't get any worse if you stay consistent to how you kept your game if you take the risk to try and uh, evolve to what games are today that everyone's hyping about, you're going to lose. It's just mm -hmm. a big mistake gaming companies make. Every game has a battle royale now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even CS does, actually. I'm one of it's like fun, though. It's, it's understandable. Well. Dude, I'm gonna be like that. People like the competitive yeah. aspect of BRs. And H1Z1 was so fun. Shit like that. Yeah. It's I'm going to be honest. This game is super underrated. But I really, you know, I really liked Realm Royale. It's right? It was, it was good. Holy shit. Yes. It was actually a good game. Yes. It was what happened to that? It was Fortnite without building. Literally, it's Fortnite without building. It was and fucking phenomenal, dude. The that classes. was actually, it was so different from everything else. Yes. Like, I don't understand why that didn't dude it's like huge. okay they, Cause, they it's because it was high res <laughs> no, yeah <it's> exactly <laughs> they had something so good and then they completely yeah. changed the game on a patch and i, I like they sucked a fart so huge i have never yeah. even heard i can't even imagine how fucking hard that game Yo. failed oh my god Same i don't know how they do it man high res yeah. like i like them I, I like all the people who work there they used to be based in atlanta where i used to live so we used to hang out quite a bit and um, they, I, I agree. I think they really had something with fucking Realm yeah. Royale. I mean, 100%. all of their games are derivative to some extent. I mean, there's a big myth that they ripped off uh, Overwatch for what was it? Paladins was it? Is that their equivalent? Mm -hmm. But like, you weren't like they were developing that before. You know, yeah. there's a lot of games like that. But anyway, bring a Elysium shout out. Yeah. Underrated. <laughs> um, but they got they got some fucking like you know. They got some guys over there who just like when things are going good, they always seem to know how to put a pin in it and fuck it up. <laughs> I've never understood. Like it's yep. not Activision Blizzard levels, but they never get the success in the first place. So maybe it is worse, you know. It's because it's here here's my opinion on what happens. It goes back to what I was saying earlier. It's because they get too caught up. So for example, Fortnite, in my opinion, took off because for one simple thing. Luck. The right timing, all that good stuff, it took off. Because realistically, all the BRs that dropped at the same time, they weren't originals, right? It was luck and it was timing. And when I think when Realm Royale sees this, they want that same instant gratification, and they think if their game's good, it should receive it. But the problem is they've set a real, they've spent, a, they've set an expectation that's unrealistic. So what happens is they they slowly go off path of what they wanted their game to be, and they try to uh, they try to transition it to what the game that's taken off is, and they lose full sight on the game's true uh, uh, values. And that's the biggest thing I think I see messing up. Another good example is, which me and Destiny, I think have had our best times in our friendship, is Call of Duty Blackout. We've literally, I think, had our best moments in our friendship <laughs> in Call of Duty Blackout. Fuck, that game was so fucking I mean, good. to Fuck this me. day, there's one clip yeah. of him and I that I think that's a clip that's gonna keep him and I friends when we have kids, right? Like our kids might not be able to you know, sleep over each other's houses, uh, or hang out very much because you know our views are so different, but we'll still be friends while, while we have kids. So I was making a joke about it. it was an earlier fight we got into, but the point is like we've had our best times in that game, literally the best times in that game, and I miss them. I miss Kuno Destiny. I miss fucking going to his chat, hoping he ditches Mr. Mooten for me, and he never did. But once in a while, he cute quads, and it was a great time, dude. Yo, you can play with ever. other people. Mr. Mooten only has Destiny, like so. You know, yeah. like come on, come on.
Dude, I used to go, I used to go in his chat hoping, hoping Mr. Mooton had to go, dude. This motherfucker had never had to go. Dude, I waited so long this month. Hey, Mooton, listen. Next BR that comes out, listen, dude. I get Destiny. Yeah, Blackout was Yo, good. Yo, some of the clips you guys have were fucking They were hilarious, really good. Though. Yeah. yeah. They Those were, were hilarious, man. Amazing clips. Have you uploaded that to YouTube, Destiny? The, the Call of Duty clip or no? I have no idea. I don't Dude, I feel, I, I feel like one of us could have uh, gotten at least a couple hundred thousand views on that thing. I really feel like we could, if one of us uh, did it in that moment, easily. But we're, we're both too lazy, I think. What happened to Blackout? What happened to that fucking game? The last time I saw it was, it was all red. fucking dollars. True. Well, that, and then a new Call of Duty came out. So the cues well, got no, really Blackout long. died super fucking hard because of the yeah. No, yeah, it was, it was too, like yeah. four or five months, I felt like you were suddenly on... Um, you know, servers were like 50 people or whatever. Yeah. It was like, on PC, it really struggled to, to stay alive for long. Mm -hmm. and it's a shame, man, because I actually definitely, I definitely preferred it to where PUBG was at at that time. It was a lot more fun to play. It was a lot more high tempo. Um, I might just yeah. be too PTSD'd for my DayZ days, but I just can't get into PUBG's mobile system. It's just too much for me. Things like Apex or Call of Duty mm. are so much more at my alley now. It's, it's like, smooth, but I think Blackout's why. better than Apex, though. Oh, easily, easily. Uh, yeah. I preferred it to Apex. I mean, Apex is a lot different, but yeah, I definitely yeah. preferred it. Apex is, yeah, I'm not, yeah, Apex. There's something like it's a lot it's of a people good, saying false in the chat, man. Apex never charmed with me at all. Apex I is a good that game, up expecting but... a good thing, but like, fuck, dude, oh. I thought that game has a lot of problems. Like, for real. I liked it. <laughs> yeah, I think. I mean, I saw this in chat, so I'm stealing it from this guy, but he's completely right. I think Apex won because it was free. Like, this is the biggest. Yeah, for sure, yeah. it helps a lot. Yeah, it's like, the, it's the, the yeah, it's the biggest issue with with Blizzard Activision. Like, I don't know what the fuck they're thinking. Like, these guys are thinking 20 years ago. They just like if, if like if there's one thing like why is it they try to adapt their games to other things but they refuse to adapt their fucking subscription based trash like I don't understand if you're gonna adapt your games to, and try and fucking fit in with the new wave at least change your goddamn subscription base and and change your sixty dollar fucking paywall make one game fucking free and I promise you your viewer base will fucking double like what the hell is wrong with these well, people? Well, just that's. It's their model. It works. They release a game. They don't really care to support it much because they know they're going to have another one rolling out in like 10 months. So it's like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. That is true. Yo, Trina, I got to go early tonight, baby boy. All right. We're probably I'm wrapping up in 30 minutes anyways. Okay. I, yeah, no worries, anyway. I love you. All right. Love yeah, you. Take care, Andy, man. Good to see you. Later, Andy. Always good to see you, man. Can I yeah. I, I played Ring Fit Adventure earlier. I'm, I am crashing now i ate some cereal oh, i'm man. done <laughs> I, I should go to honestly hopefully okay. I, i've done enough uh mandated uh, you have it was a great time having you brother yo guys twitch yeah. is andy milanakis twitch is try hex make sure to check them out uh all it's good, all uh, good to be on the podcast give me a try man you take yeah, care bro. be well much love everyone yeah yeah uh big brain podcast as always uh i'll try to come through next week if I'm, my schedule's still bad but i know it's hard whenever it's this late dude i'm obviously on some digin shit right now so Love you, brother. Have a good night. We're gonna wrap up in about thirty minutes, anyways. Um, Train, have you ever have you ever thought of like running an early stream? Like, have you ever thought about switching your schedule? Well, well, here's the problem. So, it sounds good, but it would depend on because almost every streamer that comes on the show, they stream like like the middle of their stream or starting of their stream. Is like five, four, six, four, five, six p.m. So if I started, mm. at, if I started at like seven p.m. or eight p.m., people are gonna have to just can't just fully cancel their stream. Whereas like I think a lot of people feel better, like especially consistent streamers and the bigger streamers that are on their show, they, they want to get one stream in that day. They don't want to cancel everything for the podcast and lose one of their days for their community. 
So I think this allows everyone that comes on, right? I mean, except for maybe you and a few others that don't really stream too often. And when you do stream, I think it's way earlier in the day, right? Like noon, 1 p.m. Yeah, in the morning. Yeah, so if people yeah. like streamed like uh, earlier, like they all stream noon and they finish by like 5, 6, then yeah, I'm down to tr mm -hmm. try it once and do a 7 p.m. podcast. But I think we'd lose a lot of people. Uh, it's already hard enough getting people on at 10 because they're all midstream still. If you notice, everyone that comes on, they, they end up going, they end up hosting and they end up ending True. early to host. So. Yeah. I don't know how, how that would work. No, I mean your schedule. Like if you consider to streaming in the morning. Uh, Have you ever like had a normal schedule? Yeah, I like, did. No, I've never. No, no, no. I've. So even before like, you know, all the good stuff, I streamed 830 PST. Back in California, I was I streamed 830. I was always late to that too. So that's 1030 CT. And I was late to that. So yeah, I just moved time zones. So it seemed like I went live at 830, but that was 830 PST. I streamed, there was like three or four times where I had a fucked up sleep schedule, so I ended up sleeping, and I had to do a double stream, so I would stream at like 10 a.m., and those streams were, dude, man, I'm missing out, I'm a fucking complete dumbass, I, I went live at 10 a.m., and streamed to like 2 p.m., and that was like my highest solo view count, I've never pulled mm -hmm. the view counts I pulled during, during the noon uh, time slot, and that's with everybody live, than I have at night, so I'm making a big mistake, but I think this is where the community's at now. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have you have established a time for this, dude. Like, I'll yeah. be honest. Like, even for me, it's a it's pretty fucking brutal. Yeah. Now I'm on I'm on the West Coast, but fortunately, like, yeah, I just got nothing going on in my life. So yeah. if I do a regular if I do a regular stream, like my, my regular stuff, then it usually blows up in the daytime. But if I do like a sponsored game, then yeah, it's gonna be dead in the daytime. But that's even if I did it at night, it'd be dead. Like, mm. You know what I'm talking about? Those uh. Those I just eight. feel for functional people like yeah. Trihex. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I have a full-time job during the day. This is fucking savage. Like, <laughs> Yo, yeah, come on, man. You call yeah. it a full-time job. Like, your full-time job is, uh, hey, hey, Twitch, I'm a CEO. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what, they, that's what chat thinks my full-time job is. Yeah. But you're I, right. No, yeah. I, know, I know the truth. I know the truth, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Twitch chat, tell me the truth. They wouldn't lie to me, right? So, they wouldn't. No, no, they got it. LSF knows, too, turns mm. out. They got me pegged, dude. <laughs> those are the, those are the best candies, by the way, JCG. The the Zowers. Does anyone come to your guys' house for for trick or treating? Yeah, I was just saying earlier, man. I had like fuck, man. Like oh, that's right. Lot. You almost punched a guy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now you doing an LSF shit on me, brother? Don't do that propaganda. I just yeah, looked at him weird. Like, he doesn't what, punch you people. Chokes him out. Yeah, I was getting. Listen, right? There was that one time I acted in self-defense. Some motherfuckers ain't stopped talking about it for five years. <laughs> That's how it is. Like, because what am I meant to do? Dude. You, 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 like, Can I you ask a one... question? Can I ask a question on this motherfucking podcast, right? Here we go. Everybody, right? Like, I don't know if um, I, I don't know enough about uh, Michaela and 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 JC. Like, I don't know if people ever like try and attack you or whatever, right? But oh. I went. To, uh, listen, I went to a fucking. <laughs> I went to a. I went to an event. I was working at right, and this mm -hmm. this guy misunderstood a tweet I made, thinking I'd insulted his girlfriend, but I hadn't. I'd insulted my mate's mother, which ain't his girlfriend, right? But he misread it and got upset. So he kept saying he was going to come backstage and fuck me up. I'm working. I'm at the event. I'm hosting the thing, right? So because he was well-known himself, he got backstage and he was shouting and screaming. And he came up to me, right? And I'll use the mic to illustrate here. So this mic is like my forehead, right? And he came in and he did that. So, oh, I hate that, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? So what I did was, mm. I gave him, because you get taught this when you when you ever worked as a doorman or whatever, you give, there, 
just two thumbs. Bink! Go away. <laughs> like, it really... <laughs> like, it, it takes your soul aback. Yeah. That's all I did. For five years, I've, I've, I've had to listen to a lie that I choked a man who was just innocently doing nothing. That's what people yeah. say about me. So I just want to ask y'all, if a guy did that to you, what what would what would you what would you all do? And then just if it turns out I am an asshole, I will accept it here and now on Trains Podcast. Oh, wait, shit. I'm so, okay, wait, wait, wait. So re- I'm sorry. Like say that one more. Not the entire thing. So I was I was daydreaming. I'm a retard. Uh, no, no, so wait, no. Don't worry I'm about to, it. It's probably my accent. Right? I get it. No, it's not the accent. Actually, for being non-American, you're not the worst. I've just... <laughs> Thanks. Well, no, <laughs> no, 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 push them away who's in the wrong they are why touch me don't don't put your hands on me what the fuck i'd beat the fuck i wouldn't even i wouldn't even you stop there no richard 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 here's the problem okay i'll drop it for you okay it it comes down okay so you are similar to me right you're very like you're outgoing you're very like you have this vibe to you that's very it's almost like intimidating almost right like it's like people you know does that make sense? So, so what happens is when you do it, p- people need something on you to justify their fear of you. They need to justify their their just their hate of how you are, and that's they're gonna keep that. That's all they have for now. So they're gonna keep that. They'll talk about it for the next ten years if they need to. It's just how it is, right? If you were some like you know, if you were a let's say there's certain people in the world where like they have like a very innocent, positive vibe look on the inside. They could be everything people judge of you on the outside, but on the outside they're very trusting. They're very you know good vibes. Those people, th- that person could do the same thing you just did, and not only would people let it go, but they'd praise him for it. He'd be on the front page of you know putting the bully in his place. You know there'd be six articles of how this person stepped up and stood up for himself. That's just how the world works. It's how it is, right? So since you have this like, you know, I don't want to say douchey, but like since you have that kind of, you know, cocky vibe to you, that's how it's always going to be. Like, <laughs> holy shit, man, this is like the worst intervention I've ever been to. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, no, no. I, I, He's got I, my accent and my teeth. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm a douchebag. No, you're not a. Else, okay. You're gonna bring out an ex-girlfriend. All right. Listen, it was listen. that one time I came too soon. Like, what are we talking listen, about? Listen, I'm not saying you're a douche. I'm saying there's like a there's a vibe that most people attribute to that. You just have a douche that. aura, is what he's saying. <laughs> right, right. No, that's it's the, the same as me, dude. It's the same as me, dude. Like for example, in high school. <laughs> senior year i actually got a moment with my with a kid that started all the rumors and all the shit that like picked on me and he answered why he didn't like me and he literally said the first day of school when i transferred he said he didn't like how i walked with my head up high and i had this confidence to me and he said ever since then he wanted to bring me down some people wow. like have that view on you right especially when you're very mm. outspoken and you're just confident to say whatever you want that's how it is you, you, like some people just have to live with it and that's what I've learned, at least, right? That kid probably became a Twitch chatter, dude. Yeah, yeah honestly. So what would what, what would you have done, Dev? He's in chat wrapping it up. Um, I would have very calmly stepped away and written an article to Deserto immediately um, via email to inform them of the infraction. Lies, though. Uh, okay. I, I, I mean, I think 
Okay, a guy like comes up to me at an esports event and puts. Their, I, I can't say what I would have done. I don't know. Um, what did you? You're missing a big part. It's not even just that, but he tweeted like, "Okay, well, I'll see you backstage." Like, yep. oh, he, told me, he told me he was he coming. Was even dog, talking so... shit beforehand. It was real. Yeah, he literally shit. told me he was coming, and so I made a joke. I made a joke about it. I said, "Like, listen, you'll be able to find me really easy because I'm still working this event because his team had got knocked out earlier, right? So that just made me even more fucking ass pained." So the worst thing is as well. This guy was so ashamed of the fact he's going bald when he did it. This <laughs> is like right. first generation. No, nah, listen, because he's known, like, because Load is known for having a baseball cap on all the time because he's ashamed of his own fucking maldness, right? Like me, I embrace it. I don't give a fuck. Shave this head, like, yeah, I'm going bald. Dig it, right? He turned his baseball cap round just so he could put his forehead on my face, like, he, but he kept the hat on, mate. <laughs> So how did it go from you pushing him to, like, this whole narrative of, like... Well, Richard Lewis did a little bit more than pushed him, to be fair. (laughs) No, that ain't true, man. You know. I told you about it. I I remember remember lying and exaggerating a little bit because we didn't unfilter afterwards, and I was, like, playing it up, going, like, I could have sent him asleep or whatever, like. The the reality is, like, all the witnesses that were there, uh, they, they all said, like, it was just a push, it was just this, it was just that, you know. But, like, unfortunately for me... The team he played for was owned by Twitch. So, oh, oh. shit. Oh, yeah. it was those days. Yeah. Okay. But, didn't, but you had yeah. proof technically because he tweeted that to meet backstage or whatever, right? Couldn't you have shown them that? Well, well that, I, it doesn't matter even if someone was threatening you. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. You know, like, the, but this is why I didn't get arrested. The police were there, see? Right? Mm. So, just to tell you what they also did to me, Dream Act, the tournament organizers, they pushed me outside and said, don't worry, we're going to make this go away. And I was outside for 30 minutes, and then they brought me back in and went, right, we've called the police. I was like, hang on. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't fixed nothing here. Like, you just made sure I couldn't get my story in first. And by then, Loder and his missus, who worked for Alliance and Twitch at the time. I think it was Kelly, right? Was yeah, it? Kelly yeah. Milkies, yeah. <laughs> they fucking tweeted, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I ain't saying nothing, I gotta be careful about that. But they, they tweeted out publicly, like, oh, Richard Lewis tried to strangle my boyfriend and all, so I'm like, wait, like, that didn't happen, no. So was, I, I got fucked on that. But because they, they took my phone off me and said, stay out here, we're gonna make this go away. And then I came back in and I was like, right, it's all gone away now, hasn't it? And they're like, nah, police are coming and you're getting wrecked on Twitter. I was like, hang on, <laughs> this is not what I wanted at all. So I've had to live with it for five years, like, but I'm just saying, like, I've never met anybody who talk, who, who says that's fair game. Like, it, cause huh. it it's not. It's not. It's not. No. It's Even not. Destiny. No, if, you, if, if the guy touches you, I mean, people want, I, I mean, like, pe- when you're a public figure, people want you to say you have to be a bigger man, walk away. But realistically, in the heat of a moment through the actual experience. He's more like, famous than me. Yeah, if someone touches you, like. me. Yeah. Like, he won a fucking... Didn't he win a TI? Or did he get a runner-up at wait, TI? Wait, 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 who are you talking about? Are you talking about... Wait, who are you... Loda. Wait, wait, Loda that plays Dota? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did win a TI with Bulldog. Yo, he won a TI and he tried to fucking beat me up because he misread a tweet. No joke, bro. That's like what I'm saying. Like, I just oh bring my out the worst God, of people. I ain't serious? even trying to bring it up. Yeah, you man. Should have, the funniest part was the. <laughs> maybe I just have a bad domestic abuse history. You tried to tweet out a fucking tweet with how fucked up he got. And it was like this little. It almost looked like a hickey on his neck. It was the. <laughs> no, what uh, oh, man, dude, I don't know. Listen, like, Richard Lewis oh, 100% shit. was in the wrong fighting him and attacking him and all that shit. But, like, I'm a real big. Like, if you give it, like, come on, dude. You can't talk shit to somebody. If I talk shit to you on Twitter and I say fucking find me backstage and I get my ass lit up, like, I mean, fuck, that's on me. <laughs> 
dude. Like, I'm not about to. I would be. I would be ashamed to try to report yeah, that. Like, all right, man. I, I talk thinking. shit. I got fucking knocked out. Like, that's it. Like, all right, man. Yeah, but I had two. I had two shots, right? So these are the two outcomes. <laughs> like, in your choose your own adventure, right? I let Loda beat me up and I get dropped, and then I listen for the rest of my career about how Loda knocked exactly. the fuck hey, out at the event. Right? It's a lose lose. I, I am not listening to that, by the way. It's a you lose lose. Knocked out by a Dota player. <laughs> Or I give yeah. him a little tiny little love tap to the neck and tell him calm down. And man, I'm yeah. like fucking. I'm I'm a mass murderer. I'm Jack the Ripper at esports. It's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, there's like the stories of you are like you're fucking like the Jason Bourne dude. Like you just like took a guy out. Do I look like fucking Jason Bourne, mate? Like I'm fucking. I'm about forty <laughs> pounds overweight and fucking. I mean, well, by the way, when Michaela was telling that story and she went, "Yeah, back in the day when my mother was thirty-six, I was like, fuck." Yeah, yeah, holy shit. Because yeah, yeah. How, how old are my motherfucker? Like, my mom had me when she was 19. I'm 20. Even I so, know. Jesus. I just turned 21. So, Michaela, you remind me of the chick from uh, the Valkyrie chick and Thor. Really? Yeah, you've got like the same like cool person, like badass personality, you know, like like the fighter. Oh, I thought you were thinking of like the fairly odd parents kind of. Uh, nah, you, you look really good in a kid's yeah. mask with the yeah. chin out the end. Like <laughs> uh, all right, well, thanks. That's thank some you. good. No, that's a compliment, legit, man. You rock that shit. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, I usually don't get compliments, so, so thanks. That's thanks. sad. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't sip over that. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks. Appreciate it. No worries. I'm up to see. I'm a nice guy, so, really deep down. Some guy in chat says Destiny needs to You're not a nice guy. You you choke people. I'm sorry, dude. What's he saying? Desert of Strikes again, man. You know what I'm He's playing Kenshi right now. The tabloids got me. He's very busy. Talking, actually. He's been talking. Good amount. Yeah. A good amount. Yeah. True. No, if you don't talk for two minutes, Train's chat says, Good one, Destiny forehead or something. Good one, Kayla. They're just cheering you on. That's all. Yeah. So stop yelling. They're, they're just supporting you and everything that you say. <laughs> All right. Well, last topic and we'll wrap it up. Um, mm -hmm. so, so, you know, someone else went to Mixer, but it was overshadowed by Shroud. Have you guys heard of King Goliathan? I, I don't want to be rude. I haven't. So I don't know who that is. I'm hoping, I'm hoping one of you guys will fill me in. Um, he yeah. was really big with Destiny 2. Mm -hmm. Really big. Created the whole community for Destiny 2 and took off with that. I actually found out about that a couple of days ago because I've been no lifing Destiny 2 and I had no idea until recently. So he's like a really positive, like brand mm -hmm. friendly streamer, dude. Good um, dad jokes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is which if you notice the trend is what Mixer is picking up. Right. They're they're picking up like very uh, hello fellow kids type of people. Yep. And right. you're probably gonna see more of that would be my guess. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah I have no idea. It's gonna be Tim. You think so? Well, like, uh, so I put down, like, a dad. whole list of of people that it could, like, so who's on that list? Tim, Doc, uh, Pokey. Doc go, think, Doc's going nowhere. You think Doc's no, going no. nowhere? No, no, I, I feel like he'll, no, I think he'll end up moving, because he doesn't like Twitch. He co constantly calls them out. I feel like if it's hard gives to, him a genuine It's hard offer. to tell which is Doc and which is the character, though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I um, knew Doc I, before he got big. Not that... That's like a huge thing, but I, mm. I really, really think if they gave him a good offer, he would leave. Like, mm. especially, I, I actually agree with Michaela because he also has a family and a kid, 
And sure. you would yeah. think that he would want to just kind of retire and just kind of spend time with them and focus around that, maybe, right? And then play games on, you know, Mixer every now and then. So, like, I think uh, with, I think, with him, I think it might... he, uh, like, uh, in a nice way, I think, I think his ego is maybe a bit too big for that right now because he realizes where he is celebrity-wise. I think how he retires from Twitch ain't to go to Mixer. I think how he retires from Twitch is to try and get involved in, like, acting, wrestling, TV. Like, you already see him do that. Um, that WWE thing? Yeah. yeah. Right. You yeah. already see him do that. Yeah. So that, that's the direction he's going in because he's got the talent and the chops to do that. But um, some of the streamers, like, like listen, like, I think as well, by the way, do, do you remember when Doc started doing, like, the whole bit about Mixer as if I'd ever dare go there I think that's mm-hmm. literally the day he started getting his paycheck from Twitch to stay that's probably <laughs> if you were to backdate it 100% but um, I think as well like uh, Tim Tim's a legit guy to go and exactly what they're looking for for that Halo launch 100% mm. I think he goes oh. Pokey's a little bit more of a long term play but there's been too much chatter about whether or not she's getting a contract over there and, and, and trust me if the numbers are good, she would definitely go on a mixer 100%. So, and it would be a big loss for Twitch, I, I honestly think. I think so any munition is... would go before Pokey. That's well, Pokey has opinion. so much money she makes off of like non Twitch things. Like she, she has like her. Um, exactly. I, I really wish I had the numbers on how much she makes off that Pokey palette shit. I think she probably is killing it on that makeup stuff. Oh man, she must be making so much. My marketing yeah. bones just shake all over. It's just the tingling. Now, her team is like unbelievably smart. Um, you know, like yeah. so having the Amazon TV series, having that makeup box, like all of that stuff is just incredible. Wait, Amazon like, TV series, what is that? She has like she a own, yeah. yeah. She has like a series. She has like a like a how to be a is what is it, Richard? It's like a Str- this stream of life or something is called yeah, yeah. It, with Pokemon, like something like that. I ain't never watched it, ain't gonna lie, I've seen it, it keeps popping up in my recommends. Amazon pushing that shit hardcore. <laughs> but like there's some good content for your train. Instead of watching Gordon Ramsay, right, when we get this Amazon Prime life going on, you can watch Pokemon's watch TV show on Twitch, courtesy of Amazon, and react to it. That'll be some real shit. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, I genuinely, I really think Doc would consider it. He's already set. He started, he, I remember, I he, he used to play, uh, or he designed some, Call of Maps Duty stuff Call, back yeah. in the day, yeah, right. so he has to have a decent amount like from there to begin with, right? I don't think that job paid for shit. Not because Doc is bad or anything, but just to be like a map designer or whatever. I I seriously doubt that job paid like bank. Yeah, yeah, game devs fucking wreck you. Yeah, the uh, salary. Well, I just I I don't. Think I agree with you. Kidding about leaving. I I don't think I think he would. I think he would leave soon. if the money was right. Yeah, but, I don't yeah. think it's mm-hmm. soon. I think. In a few years, if Mixer really did what they're supposed to do, he would leave. Like I think Doc is one of the very few content creators on this site that like transcends like just being a streamer. Like yeah. he has a powerful brand, a recognizable character. If Twitch lost Doc, that would be astounding to me. I, I would be shocked. That that can't happen. But he yeah, they're, they're the definitely going to pay to keep him. I think so, 100%. But not just that, though. I think the the thing, the kind of thing that would tempt him away ain't necessarily broadcasting on another platform. But, like, say, say again, Activision came in and said, hey, we're going to design a Call of Duty, but, we, you know, Activision's a bad example, actually. Let's say a new game startup came up and said, we want you to make a battle royale called Disrespect or something. Like, mm-hmm. I could see him going to do that. 
because I think it would combine all of his skill set, all of his knowledge, and put him front and center to make a lot of fucking money. No, it, I don't think that would work, because half of his content is complaining about how shit the game is he's playing, and if it was his Which own is game, why you must <laughs> make... Yeah, he knows how to make a good one, see? Oh, uh, they all say that. Cusses out all the rivals. You feel me? So, yeah, I, no, I, I agree with you. Like, there's a lot of amusement in him, like, cussing out other games that he plays uh, as part of the charm. But I think if he went and made his own, there'd be no excuses for it being bad, right? So, I want to ask you guys this. Do you, think, do you think Ninja in his prime, in his hype, in bringing Twitch to a whole new place, going on different uh, news stations in his prime, do you think Twitch would have fought hard, harder for him? Because that changed Twitch entirely from what it was before. Mm. Think they would have fought for him? Versus Who, Ninja? Yes. I don't think so. Before his, before, like, right on the precipice of his blow-up. Which, which brought so much to Twitch. Like, what he did is just priceless. Do you think they would have paid more? I have no idea. It's hard to yeah. I, I think that's a very difficult question to answer. And I, and I think the reason is that there's no way to really gauge, like, what he, what, like, he blew up in a way like no one's blown up. No one ever has. Yeah, yeah it's ridiculous. And and Didn't like, and it's not rules. overnight. It, it, you know, he did grind for like fucking years. years. Like, it was just the nine right moment. Years. It was the right moment. Like you point to me a streamer who's like grinded for like nine years doing the same fucking thing. Well, the only one I can actually think of is Doctor Disrespect. Doctor like, Disrespect, go, exactly. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. If you go yeah. back to like the Doctor Disrespect old school videos that are like, dude, if you ever want to like. You ever want to change your life, dude? Do some mushrooms and go look at like nine-year-old Doctor Disrespect videos, and you will like travel to a different dimension. Responsibly, Holy responsibly. Yeah, don't actually do mushrooms. Do responsibly. Don't, don't actually do mushrooms. Do, mushrooms. do not do mushrooms. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, or just don't. But do. You know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you, man. I, I think I think that's um, that's a very good point. Like I think those people they hone uh, like for Ninja, like Doctor Disrespect honed his craft and his character. Ninja. <laughs> was around long enough to get the perfect storm and he's capitalized mm -hmm. on that in a way that not many streamers know how to so very different types of success but it it, it just happens once in a blue moon like it's it's ridiculous yeah mm -hmm. but right, good for well. him though mm. honestly i mean mm. who else who else would yeah. you want it to be at the end of the, i mean i can't think of another streamer except for doc but he's a little too old to I mean, we're not at the phase. same. We're not necessarily at the same scale or time scale, um, like in terms of maximum popularity or um, like time scale. But I think Tyler One's story is just hilariously fucking crazy <laughs> stupid. Yeah, it is. But it's like at the same time, it can be a risk because he's so talk like. Oh yeah, no, no. I'm not saying in terms of acquisition. I just mean in terms of hilarious uh, story. Again, oh yeah, Blackball, yeah, yeah. Fucking Christ! This guy had how many permaband accounts on League and is like now like doing turn. That's fucking. <laughs> now he's a caster. Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, he's but I mean, like, he's League's golden boy. Like the yeah, those that's those hilarious, dude. That's everything. insane. The way Riot treated him was outrageous. Like not, I do want that. Like, pretty no, fucking no. toxic. I'm no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you. I'm not saying Tyler weren't toxic, but like at the end of the day, here's what you do. Someone's uh -huh. bad on an account, you ban the account. What what they were doing behind the scenes was they were saying to Twitch, like legit, he, you can't let him play league on your on your platform. He cannot be the first thing people see. And it's like that's too far, man. Like you've you've gone way overboard. That thing with that right employee Sanjuro saying like he'll be he'll be dead from testicular cancer. Nah, mm -hmm. 
This is fucked up. And they went so far with it and so far with demonizing him and hating him that actually paid because they looked like to, to the whole community like, yeah, Ty Tyler is a raging guy in games. You're saying you wish he was dead. You're, you're accusing him of steroid juice publicly, shit like this. Nah, they had to walk it back. So I'm glad Riot are a bunch of fucking ridiculous zealots, because that actually opened up this beautiful, like, you know, redemption arc for him. I don't um, think... It's a great they... story. No, I... I mean, I'm not trying to be a piece of shit saying this, but Tyler said some fucked up things in the past. Like, he... He, yeah, yeah. he genuinely... Like, Riot wasn't oh, stupid yeah. when they were like, okay, this guy needs to be taught a lesson. He's, he literally had an int list on his computer. Of people, <laughs> no, no, I remember him being in uh, the notepad. People's lives in the video ruin. game. That is and he would actually do it, too. He would actually do yeah, it in the game. Like, I don't think... And stream it. I don't think... I don't think Riot was wrong at all for that. I think the amount of time oh, it was banned maybe it was a little crazy, but like even his old tweets and it, just the kill your all that it was bad at the time. So I can understand. But now it's a great thing because look at his story. You, you have a guy who used to tell devs I, to die, and now he's. I feel like he's spamming "fuck you, Riot." Yeah, fuck you, Riot. Fifty million times Riot. on the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> During the stream, he's saying "fuck you, Riot devs" for this shithole game, and yeah. I feel like um, Tyler One is like the true Dark Knight, like the hero that they need but don't deserve. Like it, it was like Riot tried when Riot was big and the game was just popping. They could like and the, like they were doing so well, and then like the game starts declining, and they just like slowly look over at Tyler One, and they're like, "Oh yep. no, this they is the only way." Yeah. You know, just to make just to make it clear though, it's not like Riot were handing out fair bans. You no, know what will happen to I Will Dominate? They banned oh, him from all professional true. play for a year oh, from saying that for, from saying at an after party that a, some that a skin that had God been designed a cosmetic would look shit, and they banned him from pro play for a year from that. Hid yeah. that covered it up i was telling people at the time no one believed me they said you're just biased against riot i'm like no that's legit he yeah. came out and told the story so fuck riot man that's outrageous they are and 50 50 with like how they ban people like when it comes to toxicity and shit it's it's not fair like what other person do you know ban indefinitely like xj9 <laughs> Well, uh, well, come on. Well, I mean, Don't I mean, compare that? Tyler to that crazy yeah, motherfucker. No, 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 like, yeah, yeah. he was someone else, dog. Yeah, Jensen, like, fuck. but I mean, I'm saying there's not very... It's very rare that someone gets indefinitely banned yeah. from True. League of Legends mm -hmm. for the shit they do. Over multiple accounts, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but it's cool. It's a cool story. Like, it's, it's awesome to see him be as big as he is now. And Riot, seriously sucks his dick like hard but i mean oh well we gotta get another one of those uh taller one tourneys that was a great cast uh, train, 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 train. uh well i wait let me think if i can say this well we were just watching the one you um casted and tyler liked it a lot so i'll just Hey, I, I'm coming I, back, I, baby. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. I'm just saying we were watching the casters. It was just funny. It's funny how you didn't know a single thing that was happening. And you were just <laughs> like, you're like, yeah, that's that's pretty true. 
Yeah, I'm telling you, I have a listen. I'm telling you right now, I I have a listen, I can cast. I can cast some games. Like if if someone brought me on, I will be a caster for a. I'm telling you. It was the funniest thing. We were crying. Just you just said the rant. Like Dom and them would have a regular conversation about what's going on in. You just said the stupidest shit. Like, yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. Yeah. I, I concur. <laughs> I concur. Like, oh, it was great. I love it. It was that was, that was such a fun time, and I, and I think I, dude, I was fun. Like, that was actually, I think that was the start. That was one of the starts to my X to Y. Because I'm almost positive I farmed at least a thousand Twitch primes from. Like, that was the start to X to Y. If anyone's wondering, that was like when I stomach. Damn, this was uh, man. I got like a thousand Twitch primes just you know X to Ying. And that was the start. That was when it started, right there. I started X to Ying from that point on. It was great, dude. That was great. That was so good. Great time, yeah. Good that job. was a fun, fun tourney. That was great. But anyways, did you actually and also, like it? I did. And and here's the other thing I really liked. Aww. And and here's the other thing I really liked. And um, I appreciated Tyler and you because I, I I know I know you for sure talked to him and probably put in a good word or or whatever the case might be. But that was right. That was maybe two weeks right after the Alinity uh, accusations. And mm. almost almost every streamer, friend or not, very few had my back. Everyone was staying away from me. So the fact that he knew about that and he still wanted me on and still stayed loyal and consistent and said, hey, I don't give a fuck about it. You're good. He, and he still brought me on. That's what made me like, that's, what, that's why I fuck with him. Like, that was just so real and that was just so good. I, I, I appreciated it and I still appreciate it and I still remember it. You have to he understand, like he doesn't care about that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like as long as you're a good person to him, or yeah, because that was a bad time. Like that was a really bad time. Everyone was being weird about it. Like it was just such a. It was you know, it was just it was some fucked up shit going on. And he he's like, yeah, hey, I don't give a fuck. You're casting. Yeah, like, he, right. he really doesn't. He, and yeah. he liked it a lot. Like I'm telling you, and it yeah. really made him laugh. So yeah, it was a good time. That was, was a good. great fucking time. Well. I think that's a good little, uh, that, that was a good end story to wrap the podcast up, boys and girls. Uh, good stuff. It was really fun. Are any of you guys going live? Nope. No? Train, it's like, yeah, live in bed. Like, yeah. I've seen, I've Isn't seen, it? I've seen Destiny do some random, uh, lives at this time. Sometimes he Destiny, can't go for another two hours of Kenshi, buddy. Let's go. I don't think so. No. no? Okay. Well, he yo, shot... you've been enjoying that Kenshi game. That's so oh fun. It's, yeah, but you shouldn't play it if you care about your viewers. I've wasted so much fucking time on this game. Nah, listen, <laughs> I um, I fucking yeah, I started playing it like way back when uh, when it was getting developed because I thought it might be a good thing, but uh, like like a good replacement for RimWorld or whatever. But I, I I stopped, but it was like many many patches ago, so I don't know how good it is now. Oh, but um, I saw you were playing it, but I might check it out, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, pretty damn good. What yeah, is like, you can, What is that? Is it, is it just like a RTS? Um, like it's a, so you know, like any games like Factorio or like um, Oxygen or Oxygen or RimWorld or Dwarf Fortress. Or... Games where like you basically have to like you start in an area and then you have to like survive for a while. Um, yeah, it's br it's brutal at the start, train man. You were peasant, right? You got no clothes even, and you're just getting fucking wrecked like motherfuckers. It's like being a Twitch streamer. No one cares about you. You just straight getting killed like all the time. Like, like if you're lucky, you get in the city and you get a bowl of soup to eat off some motherfucker. But eventually, you survive. You build your way up, and then you straight rolling on these towns with fucking with a mandem. You get you get like nine other fucking people like straight killing them, and then you get to build your own cities and 
sell your own soup. But like, it's yeah, straight up, man. It's just it's just like being a streamer. It's wild as fuck. You like it? The character looks so small that I'm watching. Like, the map looks huge compared to when you're running. It's yeah. really micromanaging. You can yeah. get like really deep into it, and it's and it, you'll start to like. You have to focus on every single little aspect of your character has to be paid attention to. It's it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. It really yeah. gets it really gets intense. It's like and, and Destiny's right. Like if you care about viewers, like I, I don't know. I feel like Steven, like Steven I has don't this care like about viewers. Fuck no, I know that, but I'm saying like you have this like great way. But the funniest thing is like I'm laughing my ass off because it'll be like three people arguing in your Discord because like your Discord has kind of become like the streamer place to hang out. So, like, three people arguing in your Discord while you're just playing Genshin farming content to, like, 8k viewers, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening, dude? Don't tell me he's getting less viewers <laughs> playing Kenshi than he is playing League, because I don't believe it. Well, no, because with League, I can't really talk and play League at the same time, like, because League occupies yeah. all of your brain, and when you get mad at League, you want to, like, you need to sit there and be mad as fuck, and everything is ruined, so. No one wants to watch your feeding, Draven, anyway, there's enough of those. Good one! Hey, yeah. what League are you in? It's... <laughs> I haven't played in a long time. <laughs> Why do you only play Draven, Steve? Oh, I like Draven. Do you got a fucking problem? Come on, man. The whole point of a MOBA is it's a different character all the time. Keep Fuck that shit. I can people that do that are less. One than trick's more. so fucking miserable. It's a terrible way to live. Stop it's it. It's a way of life. No, you outrageous, sir. <laughs> you are outrageous, <laughs> sir. Love it. No one's enjoying that. Yeah, Kenshi. I bet you get higher viewers than than League. Oh, yeah, and I bet if you did a vote like, next stream, do you want to watch me like beg for soup in Kenshi or play Draven again in League? Soup. People would literally day. vote for me to turn my stream off before playing. League. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> I, would, I would rather. I would. I physically boycott your stream actively when you're playing League of Legends, and I know you don't care. That makes it even worse. I mean, I tune in here. I tune in here and there. I mean, I, low key. Listen, I kind of miss the. Uh, even though, you know. I kind of miss the uh, interactions that you used to have with the people you played with. Like, the, the, the toxicity between you and Lily Pichu. Like, that was the cutest, funniest shit ever, dude. Like, I know a lot of people give me hate for that. I know they will. So, you know, but those were some good times, dude. I what used to watch to that. Lily? Um, We still play. We, our, both of our schedules are just oh, yeah. really busy, so mm -hmm. it doesn't line up all the time, man. All right, well... Guys, you honestly make my Thursdays just so fucking awesome and just great. I love you guys. Like, there, there's oh, just, yeah, dude. Yeah, there, there's a lot of just, you know, negative people and negativity everywhere, every every goddamn corner of Twitter and Twitch. And just having you guys here and hanging out with you boys, it's just great. It's fucking awesome. Thank you, guys. Huge shout-out to uh, Devin Nash, guys. Twitch.tv slash Devin Nash. Please go follow him. He has his alerts on right now. Hit the follow button. Twitch.tv says JCG. She's playing some uh, Call of Duty. Hey, good stuff. Go watch her. JCG spelled how it is on screen. And uh, hey, me and Destiny. Hey, listen, it's. I'm going to keep it short because I know I suck as cock every ending. But, uh, dude, we, me and Destiny, listen, there's a few people that want us to quote unquote, you know, be broken up or whatever the fuck you leaders want to call it. But at the end of the day, we've gone through so many goddamn ups and downs. We could hate each other's views completely and we could still sit in a room naked and be friends so at the end of the day if you're hoping for that hey too fucking bad i am not gonna let our friendship burn ever no matter what fights we get into no matter i don't give a fuck what happens unless some serious crazy shit happens uh, but th 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 that's a disclaimer other than that dude hey that's my boy right there hey listen we've been through thick and thin 
And uh, at the end of the day, I appreciate you being here, man. I know tonight there's you know not many Aww. topics you could get in on, but I appreciate you staying nonetheless. Like to me, I took that as like a respect thing, so I really appreciate it, dude. Like for me, I like oh, yeah. So I appreciate it, dude. Thank you. And uh, so please, so please follow him. Twitch Latios Destiny. Um, huge shout out to okay. Huge shout out to Michaela for hanging <laughs> out with chat, us. Don't shout out my stream. Don't. Twitch out there is Michaela. Please follow her. You actually, you should shout out her stream because after that bullshit ass comment you made, I'm never fucking hosting you again. You motherfucking piece of shit. Shut on my fucking league play. That's a perma ban in my chat. Twitch.tv slash Michaela. Spelled how it is. Please go follow her. Hey, listen. Anyone that could chill here with like the boys and just chill on this Thursday night, late night. Hey, they're one of the boys. They're part of the crew. They're part of Squad W and all the good stuff. Please go give her a follow. And last but not least, hey, listen, Richard, dude. Thanks, man. I want to get. Oh, it was nice to meet. By the way, I Michaela want you, and, I want you on as a regular, dude. Thank you for talking. I want you yeah. on as no, a regular. I know I talk too much. Like, it's just no, thing. no, 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 no. It's, no. it's, it's better. I get brought on the podcast. No, I talk too much. You know, when I talk too much, all the, all no. the group says he talks too much. But if I sit here and don't say anything and no one else talks, then what are we doing? Listen, so it's like, I want I you on. Doing, no, no, you're good. You're I want you on as a regular. I want you here every fucking week, dude. I'll put you on goddamn payroll, okay? Like, get your ass here every goddamn week. Like, you're just perfect. It's just a perfect fucking vibe so i appreciate it it's, it's like happy. like okay so i just want to say something as well like last time i was on i didn't get triggered by you dev and i didn't get triggered by andy but i got i did get triggered by the chat though like i let i let yeah, them get yeah. in my head yeah i know and i'm old enough to know better because apparently i'm nearly as old as michaela's mother so like uh, <laughs> or maybe older i don't even know <laughs> like so yeah i'm definitely actually, old enough to know better it actually, dude, it actually gets really tough. Like, um, the days that I don't read chat, I do way better. Um, because it does get, yeah. it does, yeah, it's, it's, it's no, it's, but it's the, why it got in my head was yeah. it was like, listen, like when you guys disagree, it's generally respectful, but I was getting agitated with you guys and like saying um, and being snippy with you over shit that was getting said in, in chat. So I shouldn't mm -hmm. have done that, like, but I was just like, it just, I was like, Fuck man, like y'all got you all gotta see both sides on this one, surely. I've done the like, same shit, dude. I've done that yeah, so many so, times. I fucking and then I go back like after the cast and I think about it. Yeah. yeah it so I just yeah. want you to know that it's like it was on my mind. It wasn't why I didn't come back. I had some other shit to do, but like I was worried about doing a podcast with Andy because Andy called me an asshole on the podcast and I was like, Oh, okay. So I thought I upset him. But like yeah. it just is what it is, man. Like I, I never know where the middle line is. Like you either talk too much, you talk too little, you say the wrong thing, you say the right thing. Like whatever, as long as like, I get invited worse, back. Dude, no, it was, I, it was you actually mm -hmm. did like fucking fantastic today. Like I think yes. you killed it, and like you keep the conversation going. I agree with Tyler when like he says like you should be here on the regular if you want to be. That would be really cool. Well, I, I just try and fill a gap. Like I just hate silence because yeah. it was like well you know when you do TV and radio and stuff for so long you get told no dead air. So it's hard for me to sit here if like no one talks for ten seconds. I do talk. So. Yeah, and that's that's great because Tyler and I talk a lot about like how to in, like we've been talking a lot about like how to include because people talk to varying levels like some people talk more than others so like asking questions I think like we all saw last week when like Moon came on and just like started immediately asking questions like Tyler and I are trying to learn from that and shit so yeah dude like it, it like it helps a lot it's better to talk than not talk at all honestly in my opinion so yeah just, it's good that yeah. we were doing that yeah i just worry about treading on other people man like it is it is, so if i did do that tonight it's not something i ain't i ain't gonna go beat myself up about or whatever you know it's like you do worry especially with people you don't know like me and steven got a shot at me and tyler got a shot at me and dev we've gone back and forth multiple times yep. it's all good yeah, like, for years whenever the, it's, yeah whenever there's cool new no people on like you always worry like 
you know, are they waiting for me to shut the fuck up? <laughs> so, so if that was happening, I, yeah, apologize. Like, just saying. All good, man. No, like... hi. All right. Oh, Devin, I got to get your ass on payroll, too. Thank you for everything you do for this podcast. You guys, hit uh, us. Thank you, Listen, man. boys. Oh, train. Train, yeah. please, please do respond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. So I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I will. Yeah, I will. Thank I will. You. I'll okay. do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like the hat, by the way, Devin. Thank you. Yeah. yeah I was, I like so, yeah. yeah, Tyler told me with like three hours ago, and I was like, <laughs> like we need a costume for this show. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> and I found this dumbass hat I got from I don't even know where the fuck was. It's cute. <laughs> I like it. It's cute. Yo, but you, you, you killed it, Tyler, man. Your costume's outrageous, dude. I hope you're going yeah. more, like... Hope you're just going outside just to show it to your neighbors or something after. No, <laughs> no I bought it just for the if chat. I, if I had a costume not good, I'd be showing it off, you know? No, dude, I bought it. For the, I mean, listen, you, you want to see it real quick before we go? It, it doesn't fit my face, but, dude, they, they love this stuff. Here you go. Yo. You know, I, you know, I got the whole thing for you. Give me a sec here. There you go. <laughs> Who is that? We're getting the show. Oh, oh that doesn't hot. fit my head. Here it is, dude. <clears throat> Incredible. Man, that's killer, dude. That's so good. 10 out of 10. Good. You said that was $80? Yeah. Fuck. That's not worth $80. <laughs> Yo, I think you got a bargain. Like, come on, man. Like, I lose my mind. I'd be well happy with that. Someone uh, give him a Twitch Prime, please. <laughs> he needs 100 subs, guys. <laughs> Where's the oil, Princess? Well, speaking of that, actually, boys, we're four subs away from a flat 200 new subs. So you have, if you have any Twitch Primes, we just need four, and then I'll match yeah, come 200. On, Let's get that. All oh, fucking on. subs. Come well, on. There's well, an oiler out there. Come on. Well, well, any here's a, well, No, no. So you Here's, here's the thing. So for the Halloween, I'm matching all gifted subs, and we're at 196. So four more hits 200. I can just give 200. It's flat and easy. But anyways, huge shout out to all you guys. I appreciate it. I love you guys. Thanks, Thanks for coming on. Happy Halloween, and uh, I'll Happy see you guys. Halloween. Happy Halloween. I'll, t I'll type to you guys in this chat because uh, I have some big news for a big podcast, and there's limited spots. But you guys have uh, prefer oh, preference, preference, or you guys have priority because you're my regulars. So I'm not gonna like let new names that are bigger take uh, precedence over you guys since you're here every week so i'll give you guys uh you know the details and if you guys can make it i'll i'll uh, lock your spot in for uh november it's actually like a pre-planned podcast so you have some time to think about it but anyways oh, i love shit. you guys awesome. yeah it's some good stuff we have some uh, normies some youtube some big stuff some, some personalities from all over the place richard would be a great fit for you and destiny i love you there as well and Devin, you're already here no matter what so anyways thank you mm. Michaela, JCG, if you guys want to, you can lock in as well. All right. I oh, love you guys. Have a good night. Including the women. Have okay. a good night. Take care, everybody. Thank you. Yeah, night, guys. Thanks night, a lot, everybody. Love Atticus! Happy Halloween. Love Atticus! A hundred gifted subs! Yeah! Love Atticus! Insane. Holy dude, shit. Sheets in with the five. Simps. These Holy are all shit, simps. dude. Hey, boys, 10, hey, my man, hey, we have 11,000 now, baby, hey, all right, guys, I love you guys, have a good night, happy Halloween, I'll see you guys later, yeah. bye, happy Halloween, happy Halloween, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Goodbye. Bye, bye Halloween, much love to you all, bye. wow, holy shit, okay, huge support from the boys, thank you guys, yo, I hope, uh, I hope you guys had a good podcast. Hope you guys had a good Halloween. Um, thank you guys for viewing and watching. I really appreciate it. Um, I know there are uh, streams out there that you know have uh, content and you know fun and excitement, and I'm just glad you guys found a place to kind of chill out and just you know zone out and pass out. And I'm glad you guys found some uh, you know value to what we do here. Just a peaceful, positive community. We've been uh, 
We've been drama free ever since the Alinity stuff that happened last year. It's been a year. We haven't been involved directly with anything crazy big. We've avoided everything. Um, even tonight, you know, there's some dumb shit happening. That's why I was like looking over here all the time. But I'm just, I'm just blocking it out. Gonna ignore it. All, you know, drama is just—it's all bait, you know. So if any, if any of you do see what I'm talking about, please ignore it. Don't do anything. Don't even try defending me. Just, just ignore it flat out. Um, we're not gonna break this year ever. We're gonna keep going two years drama free, three years drama free. Um, so please, if you do see what I'm talking about, just please ignore it. Um, anyways, huge shout out to everybody. Super, super positive stream, guys. Always positive with you guys. Hope you guys had a good Halloween. For those of you that didn't go out trick-or-treating, hey, listen, tomorrow, candy's gonna be like 80% off. Just be careful, brush your fucking teeth, otherwise you're just giving money to the dentists, trust me. Um, $3 Masala, thanks for it. I love the podcast, keep going, my dude. Thank you, man. We have a huge podcast set up. I've already leaked three names that are gonna be on it. Um, uh, I haven't released what date, but sometime in this month of November, which starts today, um, we're doing a podcast. I leaked three names, so I'll leak three names tonight. Um, Summit, Fitz, and Myth will be on the podcast um, all together as one. Um, and then we have uh, seven more slots, four of them which are taken by regular guests and three more special guests. So um, it should be a good time. It should be a good podcast. I'm excited for it. I've been spending some time just getting the people together, getting the time frames right, you know, since the people live in different countries. Um, and yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it'll be a good podcast. We'll talk about some good stuff and uh, just keep it as, you know, positive and wholesome as we can. Other than that, guys, I really, really appreciate you guys. I'm going to be playing Podcast 69. Oh, shit, that's not a bad idea. Normie cast? Okay, dude, listen. I'll add some non-normies in there, okay? Don't worry. Plus, I don't, I don't think Summit's normie, right? Summit's the boy, dude. But anyways, uh, merch will be dropping very soon, so keep your eye out. Um, I'm going to do the champion... Uh, release again. We're gonna add the color gray in there. We're gonna change the ape gang to either AG or just squad W Most likely they were headed toward AG just clean simple. You can wear it out You know, there won't be gang on your shirt, which I know some of you are older You don't want to wear it out. So we're gonna switch it to AG keep the same logo We're gonna add the color gray in there crewnecks hoodies the good stuff I'm gonna also add cheaper shirts that won't be champion and won't be the same good quality as the ape gang shirts. Those are gonna be better quality. Um, but I'm gonna add like cheaper material shirts. I'm just gonna let you, I'm gonna be transparent about it. Um, and the cheaper material shirts are only gonna be for like squad W shirts. So we're gonna do a shirt with the squad W face. We'll do a shirt that's shameless um, and some other memes that the community created. And those will be much, much cheaper for those of you that just wanna wear meme shirts. Um, other than that, um, thank you guys. I'd really appreciate it if, you, if you'd follow my Twitter. I'm gonna gift the subs right now. Please follow my Twitter. We're all, we're so close to 100,000 followers. That's so big for the Squad W movement. It's so big for the community. Twitter.com/slash/trainrexTV. Please follow. I promise you. Even if you don't like me or you're neutral, or you haven't figured out what your opinion is, my tweets will make you laugh at the very least. It's good stuff. Twitter.com/slash/trainrexTV mods. Please put in there one more time. Twitter.com slash TV. If you don't have a Twitter, listen, I'll convert you eventually, but I do have an Instagram as well. Instagram.com slash Tyler Nicknam. Instagram.com slash Tyler Nicknam. Instagram.com slash Tyler Nicknam. Huge support tonight. Happy Halloween. Appreciate it. Levaticus with the 100 bomb at the end. Huge support. Absolutely crazy. So many of you have been here with us for so long. 
Thank you for the resubs. Thank you for the Twitch Primes, the Tier 1s. Thank you for all of the good stuff, guys. I appreciate it. Um, other than that, guys, I love you guys. Ape Gang, Squad W, thank you for the support tonight. Other than that, have a good Halloween. Have a good day. Have a good rest of your weekend. I love you. Twitter.com slash TV. Twi Instagram.com slash TylerNickname. Twitter.com slash TV. I love you guys. Have a good night.